100. Deep down on a planet X, yeah. I got to uh, work on my singing because uh, I wrote a song about... Uh, it's a good song, I think. This might finally be my hit song. You know, I've for, for a long time I feel that as a radio guy... There have been certain radio people who have broken through into the music industry, like Rick Dees with Disco Duck. I've got Who is Tom Brady Fucking? That's a song I wrote based on our discussions, Robin. And uh, I'll probably debut it to tomorrow. I was going to debut it today, but I, I have to go back in the studio. Tomorrow you're going to debut it? Where are you going to debut it? In my house. With my <laughs> friends. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Well, whatever. Whatever the next show. Okay. Monday. <clears throat> You'll have right. all weekend to rehearse. You sure you don't want to I can do it peek? live. I can do it live, but it wouldn't be that good because I'm still working out some stuff. And that, you Are know, you going to be problem. one of those studio mu- musicians? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never I'm like, tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know, Steely Dan. They rarely tour. <laughs> They're just in the studio all the time. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that is the question that's all on all of America's minds. By the way, I was going through the email and um, I was surprised that so many people wrote me and felt that I was being mean to Gary on the Uh. See, this is the problem. (laughs) This is why I don't make fun of Gary anymore. I was just I really thought I helped the guy I was on yesterday and I looked around in Gary's office and I said, that's such a clutter in that office. And now he has a nice, clean desk, and I really thought I was being helpful because I have learned in my life that you must throw things out to, to, I, I know I have friends who are like, these are my mementos. These are little things from my life. And I, and, they, and I'm like, no, there is nothing better that when you have a desk and you sit down to do your work to have a nice flat surface. That is clean and orderly. There is just nothing better. And what I did yesterday for Gary is I helped him. You know, Gary has benefited over the years from working with me. I've improved him 100%. He was practically an ape when I uh, started with him. And now he is a human being. He has uh, all kinds of good habits now. Uh, So, Gary, thank me now on the air for cleaning up uh, your desk. I Not only am I going to thank you. Um, I, what you saw yesterday was literally half of it because if you would have pulled the camera back, you would have seen on top of my shelves was just all sorts of crap. It's almost all gone now. I end up, it was three bins of stuff that I got rid of yesterday. Wow. And And Howard's description was absolutely right because I was looking at the earthquake in, in Turkey and Syria, you know, some footage of that. I was like, yeah, that looks exactly like Gary's desk. Yeah. No, I was happy to Gary clean Gary was I, cleaning. I, they found, they found three people in there. <laughs> it was, um, it was liberating. And, uh, um, people walked in the office yesterday and they were, they loved it. So I am, I do yeah. thank you. There, there you go. So for the, I'll read you some of these. You know, I'll tell you a story. Scathing email. <laughs> what I do is now when somebody, especially when people send me things, I look at it. I'll give you an example. Uh, I got word that Sal Gavinale, who works for me, you know Sal, the guy with the cock cheese and the... You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I, I remember him. Uh, my birthday was back in January. I kept getting a message from my assistant saying, 
Sal Gubernelli sent you a birthday gift, but it, it's not getting to you. It, it hasn't gotten to you. And I'm like, first of all, Sal is so challenged in life. He <laughs> sent me, he mailed me a birthday gift, which I've asked him not to do because he gets me the kind of gifts that are sort of good. And then I'm faced with that decision. What am I going to do with this? For example, yes. back in the day, he gave me a couple of uh, books about watercolor. And, you know, I like to paint. And the books, they're okay and everything. They were like, it, it took me a long time. Should I just throw these out? Am I ever really going to read them? But they were almost good enough that I would keep them. So they were on the bubble and I ended up keeping them. I've never read them. I've never looked through them. But like they're in my bookshelf, these watercolor <laughs> books from Sal. And really, I should just throw them out because they're not books I would have bought. And, and and by the way, if you're going to get reading suggestions, the last person it should be from Sal, who's barely read any of them. <laughs> so uh, I get this message. <laughs> Sal Gubernale sent you a, a gift for your birthday, but it's having trouble getting to you. How come it's having getting trouble? Uh, you know, everybody well, knows it's there. Well, what I did, Robin, I started laughing. I said, of course it's having trouble getting there because that would require knowing how to address the thing properly and maybe even put a return address on it. I mean, you this mean guy, the post office can't get it to you. So now I'm getting emails. Now it's my problem that Sal right. Governale is trying to send me a gift, but he can't get it to me. And I'm like, why am I even hearing about this? I wish this Sal would dig a hole and put himself in it somewhere and bury himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, why is this guy constantly burdening me with his problems? He creates a, problems with his effort to to gift you. I never asked him for a gift. I don't want a birthday gift. I even said to him, Sal, it's lovely the thought. Right. Make a donation to North Shore Animal League if you want or, or to Beth's charity, which is her Beth's furry friend. You know, something like that, if you want. If you're really intent on getting me a gift, it's not necessary. But I said to Sal, the gift is leaving me alone, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't don't make create problems for me with your gift. So literally, I'm getting an email now from literally the gift came yesterday. So for over a month, yes. I've been getting this email Sal is trying to get you his gift. There's a problem. What should we do? Where should we send? What? I go, Sal, I, I don't know. I don't. And then they go, well, you know, Sal has your address. I go, stop right there. I don't even want to know. I don't care if I ever see this gift in my entire life. So uh, the gift, the gift, the gift, Sal's gift. And I'm hearing about this gift. So I'm thinking to myself, he must have bought me a car. I mean, the way they're carrying on that, with that, this they're gift. They're having trouble delivering it, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I mean, what, 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 an envelope. What could the gift be? If I tell you the gift is this book, it's a it's a regular book, you know. So yesterday, the gift gets here. And I guess, I don't know, Sal's been carrying on with my assistant. People, multiple people come running in. This is from your assistant. They said it's important. You get this right away. So oh I thought it was something God. to do with my taxes or something yeah. like that. <laughs> And this thing is taped up. Don't ask. I'm cutting through it with a machete to get this gift open. I can't even because you know when somebody. Do you I guess see it from Sal now? No, Do you I know? had no idea. It okay. was in a. It, I, I, I'm and it's in a bag wrapped with a ribbon and uh, and this bag looks like it, it's 
it's been regifted 17 times. You know what I mean? I could tell yeah, it it's doesn't a look bag. fresh. <laughs> it's not a fresh bag. It's an old bag. It has nothing to do with the book or the gift. Well, I get it. And, and, and the bag looks like it's covered in COVID. And oh, so I, and I get this box and I finally get it open and I'm digging through it. And then I see, oh, this is the gift from Sal. It's a book. And I open it up. Uh, Howard, this is the gift from Sal. Finally, the gift is here. Uh-huh. I open this thing up. I, 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 multiple people have sent this to me already. Oh, but Sal, Sal sends me a book of fountain pens. In other words, I think retailers buy this book. If you were going to look to find out about fountain pen, you know, I like fountain pens. I write with a fountain pen. So he bought me a book about the price and the history of fountain pens. And I'm not, you know, it's a very lovely thought and everything. I don't want to seem ungrateful, but I, I, I was like annoyed. I'm like, this, I don't want to read about fountain pens. I don't even understand the book. I think it's for retailers where they go, hmm, we're thinking of buying a certain brand of fountain pen. They can look up price and see the history of the pen. I don't know who would buy this book. Sal would never read this book. I wouldn't read this book. So I'm looking at it. I said, holy mackerel. I want to take this book and throw it right in the garbage. I don't even want to unwrap this, the plastic around it because I've seen this book. I've seen it, uh, you know, but I said, geez, it's so not, you know, a guy who works with me, he sent me a gift for my birthday, took him over a month to mail it. And now I'm staring at it. And I said, this is the clutter of Gary. I, I'm about to put this book on my shelf and I'm not even, I'm not even opening up the first page to right. look at You're this book. You're not even book. taking off the plastic. You're never no. going to open that book. No. I don't want to take, you know what, it would take a lot of my time to get the stupid plastic off the book. It's on so tight. I have to go get a razor and cut it open. And don't ask why I was wrestling with this bag Sal stuffed this book into. And it's a, a big knot around the bag. I mean, don't, and the box was like impossible to open because he put so much tape because he's afraid this book is going to fall out of the box. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want, I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, I hate Sal more than ever now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really do. I was just like, I'm sorry. Don't talk. I, yeah. Don't talk to me. I didn't ask okay. you to come on. I'm, okay. I'm not I'm, done. I'm, I'll, I'm, I got right. one question for you. Why does it take you a month to get a book to me? Why is it my problem? Why can't you do it? Why couldn't you get it done? You know, blame. I, I hate to say it. I love Amazon, but blame Amazon. I sent it a month ago at Amazon. They never notified me that it wasn't delivered to you. And then I'm going through my orders recently on my app and I go to your book and it says not delivered. And I just got this lump in my throat. I mean, my heart sank. I'm like, this is over a month ago. This is terrible. I want to thank Amazon for not delivering. Uh, <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, Amazon was right. trying to help you out. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> yeah. You know, in retrospect, no, I said, yeah, I said, I I'm looking at this Amazon. book. This book is like a cancer. It, I'm telling you, I mean, oh and Sal God. gets everyone involved. The book yes. hasn't come. He's contacting people. I mean, it's like a whole thing. It it took no, a village but... to get this horrible book to me. But anyway, so now this book that he sent me is sitting. I have a table in my office. The table, as like I did with Gary yesterday, the table has nothing on it. Why does it have nothing on it? It's for possibilities. If I'm working on something, I can spread out on this table. But for the most part, 
The only thing on the table now is Sal's pen book, <laughs> fountain pen book. And why is it there? I'm on. So I'm gonna. So I, I said, this is to remind me. I got to say to my wife, look, I'm about to throw this thing in the garbage. Do you have anybody we could send this to? Because it's a shame to throw it out a book. I always feel like you know. I always feel like a little bit like Hitler, like I'm book burning or something. So I, I, I go to my wife this morning. I said, listen, Sal, she goes, who? I go, Sal, remember that Sal? You know, I go, oh, Sal. she goes, oh, right. I go, Sal sent me a birthday gift. She goes, yeah, I don't want it. It's a book of pens. I've gotten this from multiple people. It's a, it's a, it's a stupid book. I'm not, I'm not a pen retailer. Do you, do you, she goes, just throw it out. Just throw it out. She didn't even let me finish the sentence. <laughs> even so she knows I, there's no use for this yeah, book. <laughs> like, like we have people we send stuff to, like if I have a pair of jeans that doesn't fit, I send it to this one or that one. We have, we have people we send stuff to. Right. Even Beth goes, cause Beth can figure out how to repurpose anything. She says, throw it right out. Like I got, I got half a sentence. I go, I don't know what, throw it out. She goes, I go, I don't oh, yeah. know what, throw it out. Like that, yeah, yeah. like, 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 boom. I've never seen her so decisive about a gift. And so, um, when I go, so it's funny. I had to run upstairs before the show started to pee and I walk, I'm walking through my office and there it is, my clean, nice table and there's South book laying on it. The problem. The pen, but yeah, the, the problem book. It's yeah. on the table. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. My wife was smart. She goes, listen, if you want, save the book. When you see Sally, you can smack him over the head with it. I said, you know, that's a good point. It's the only use for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a very nice thought. Thank you, Sal, for the gift. You're very well. Thanks. It's the least I could do. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> 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 it Thank was you. the least you could do. Uh, yeah. yeah, you did I the very least. I you <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing next Thank year. Thank you. That's yes. what I want from you. Hi, yes. And you should send a card with that. I have a tendency to... nothing. <laughs> Hi, this is Sally Goodman. I have a tendency to act without thinking. The sun is the biggest star in the world. I do have a bad track record with stupidity. The peacock hides his head in the sand. I'm an idiot. Mitigating means staying away from people. It's common sense. Just mitigate. The light bulb went off and I'm like, hey, I have water in my wiener. Fraternizing. Fraternizing. Statistician. Abominable. Ireland. 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 Come on. Now I'm fucking up Ireland. Uh, the sun oh is the goodness, largest so... star in the, 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 the sun is the largest star in the world. There you go. I love that There's quote. There's so many gems in there. I'm listening and I hear, I do have a bad track record with stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smartest thing I've ever said. The greatest. <laughs> there you go. Now, listen, I don't want anyone to, uh, you know, get the wrong idea. I'm very, uh, I'm very, very, I, I like Sal. I do like Sal, but it's, I, I've begged him. I said, Sal, please don't send me any more junk. <laughs> you know what I mean? No more like, junk. You know, and I know Sal's on a budget. You know, he's got three boys. He's got to send them to college. I mean, he's on a budget. So he ends up getting these gifts that I go, I just wish Sal would have saved the $12 he spent on the book and, you know, and spent it on his boys getting a book or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Drop it in the kitty. Yeah. It'll grow into something you can get for your sons. Yeah. Well, Howard, you know, everyone, everyone. Uh, 
Oh, it's Sal's wife. Hi, Mrs. Governor. Oh, wonderful. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking embarrassed, Sal. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you give Howard that gift? Jesus fucking Christ, Sal. You want to give me a gift, Sal? Get COVID and fucking die. All right? Oh, oh That's the oh. gift I want from you. No, no, no. I'm kidding, Howard. All Jeez. I want for what Christmas. Yeah, I am a doll. You know what I put up with? All I want for Christmas is Sal's body in the river. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh. I, oh, ask, I ask Santa and Jesus for it every fucking day. Oh, my God. He's so fucking embarrassing, Howard. I'm so sorry. Does Sal embarrass you as much as he embarrasses me? Howard, you have no fucking idea. What a fucking mess. Did you know during our son's christening, Sal stuck his cock in the holy water? He said to the priest, hey, look, it's a bird bath. Fucking, <laughs> so fucking embarrassing. He, he doesn't think. That's a problem. I always say, Sal, think before you act. Think before you act. That should be your mantra. Exactly. Sally's cluttering my house with stupid with his stupid fucking smelly penis. You know what he did? You know what he got me for my birthday? He got what? me a Tiffany's box, right? I open it. What do you think's inside, Howard? What do you think? I don't know. A clump of cock cheese. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Think that's funny? Choke yourself, Sal, with your gross fucking foreskin. You're embarrassing me over here. Jesus. All right, well, well I, I, this is better left up between go. the two of you. Yeah. Don't talk at home. Yeah. Thanks for shutting that door. <laughs> you got a one lock nice of that thing. fucking door. You have a padlock or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, by the way, and I do know this, and I am worried about you. I know you're vaping a ton. Oh, don't worry. Um, about that. our guys during a 25 minute meeting with John Blit, uh, Sal vaped 12 times, like, like really. And you know, What's they still wrong, don't know. Sal? Sal, Life is short. Make it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Sal it. gave it's me good right. news. Sal gave me, um, good news. Sal claims, uh, he's talking to God daily. And he claims my father is happy and Absolutely. peaceful in heaven. How did you find out? What did God say about my dad? I didn't have to say anything to God. Uh, when you believe in God, you just you just know these things. It's based uh, on my beliefs. Um, oh, in other words, no, it's nothing, when you were then. right <laughs> when you were talking right. when you were talking to God, he didn't particularly mention my father. You just know that all anyone, yeah, uh, anyone he, with God is uh, okay. Gotcha. You know, how I do you know? Did God say that Howard's dad was there? No, God said, don't ever send Howard a gift ever again. Yeah. Well, thank you for that gift. That gives me tremendous peace of mind knowing, Sal, you spoke to God and my father's doing well. He is doing well. And, he was yeah. a good man. He was a good man. Right. He tried and, his and, best. And stick to bothering God and not me, if you okay. don't mind. All I'll right, stick Ralph, to bothering you... God and Gary. <laughs> Ralph, what's on your mind? Hey, now. hey listen, yeah. I love Sal, but I'm calling bullshit on blaming Amazon. Amazon makes it really clear when something is shipped, delivered. You, I, you, I got something yes. delivered last night. I get a notification. It comes up on my phone. And you're sending something to Howard. You wouldn't check. You, I mean, it's Howard. You won't check to see if it's shipped. Don't blame yes. Amazon. You were All late. Right. Come on. Ralph, 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 I'll send you uh, the message, first of all. Secondly, I did check, and it said it was delayed the first time. And then right. it said it was delayed the second time. Right. And I, thought, it it, I thought you were forbidden from getting my home address anyway. It's I not your home. You I got okay. ways. I have All different right. ways. Please don't worry. Right. So then the third time you checked was God what, a forbid. month later? 20 years working for this guy. He's worried about his address. 
I am with you. You do the other just guy wants to come you. over and just with you want you want to get yeah. Everyone else comes <laughs> over. You you you, you want to get into bed with me and watch Survivor? <laughs> you know, like I said before, I have a bad track weirdo. record. You are correct, Howard. Right. right. Um. So so uh, you know so when what happened was and then it said it's going to be delivered. I'm like great, and I just assumed it was, and then I looked back. Oh, and there, it wasn't delivered. I think because it was from a third I send party stuff by Amazon. I send I send stuff from Amazon all the time. I have no problem. But okay, me too. I love Amazon. I think it was right. maybe a third party seller. I don't know. So, right, uh, but you know that it wasn't delivered, Sal. Stop it. You're blaming Amazon when you fucked up something. Ass wipe. Right. Ass wipe. If it wasn't delivered, why the <laughs> fuck would I rebuy you, stupid douche, and send it to Howard? If it wasn't well, well, you delivered, checked a month later, why didn't you check a day? I, I, I did initially. You guys remind Holy me of the. Uh, you guys remind me of the Democrats and the Republicans at the uh, State yeah. of the Union. No, you remind, we remind you of a straight person and a fucking wacky gay person. Right. Oh come on! Right away, you got to attack his sexuality. No, yeah. I'm Ralph a gay is, person. Just because you right. don't know how to fucking ship a book, I mean, it's like the easiest thing in the world. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, thank you, Ralph. Um, yeah, I think that berry's growing into his whole brain. Innovation, Howard, uh, getting things to you easily and quickly. <laughs> Sal even screwed that up. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> well, getting I just things got a, done. I got a note. I hung up on Ralph, but it says Ralph is an Amazon influencer. He posts ads for on Instagram for Oh, that's Amazon. what he's doing for a living. Right. So maybe he's, uh, that's why he jumped into the conversation. He's defending so, his yeah. company. Yeah. Next time I'll have him deliver the book, asshole. Uh, by the way, as long as I got Sal with us, the only other thing I heard about you recently is you told John Blitt, your new thing is you want to conduct yourself like a flower. What's a, oh. what is that about, well, John? What know. did he say before I misquote him, uh, John? What did yes. he say to you in this conversation? Let me know exactly what to, Sal said. Said that he part, wants to. Um, let me get the the actual text from it. But he said he wants to live and breathe like a flower because a flower doesn't ask for anything. A flower is in peace with nature. A, a flower isn't selfish. A, a flower is a beautiful flower. Thing. Also has no brain, you know. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, <it's laughs> so a flower so, is what. Yeah, a flower is a hero of yours. Is that it, Sal? He yes, looks up to is. flowers. <laughs> I look up to flower. Like when when you're sad, uh, he's as smart flowers. as a flower. I know that. <laughs> yeah. He, see, Sal said he wants to resonate goodness, to be grateful, to not complain. And even the, during the storms, he wants to weather through it and be yeah, but grateful. Does, Sal, does a, let me take that apart a little bit. Uh, a, a flower doesn't complain because a flower doesn't have a mouth and a brain to be go. aware of itself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, so well, how can you compare? So yourself you want you... to have no brain, is what you're saying. The brain is exactly. your problem. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, when there's a storm, a lot of flowers die. Because they don't survive. They sacrifice themselves. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Well, they don't sacrifice themselves. They have no choice. Yes. They don't, they can't go indoors. You can. Well, that's Sal's a good the, point. The flower endures a storm and the flower is silent and grateful and it works its way through the storm. It's not grateful. This flower is not grateful. For what, when does he you know. see that flower again after it's pulled right out of the ground by a storm? <laughs> Where is it now? Oh, I'm saying shit. Sal. Only you people could take a beautiful analogy of a flower and just shit all over it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sending that's this guy you, a gift and he calls about me a you lunatic. Wanna, I want to be a flower and you guys think I'm out of my mind and I'm brainless. I can't win. 
you ever I been outside? Cancer, the next day, you two would call me an asshole. You ever walk outside and see a dog piss on a flower? Have you ever seen that? Of course. Yeah. In other words, the flower has no option. It it, ha it stands there. It's, it's just Howard, there. I don't want to be actually physically a flower. I want to be what a flower represents. When people are sad, you send them flowers. It cheers them up. When people are in love, you send them flowers. The, I'm talking about the significance. Well, wait a second. When people flower, are allergic, a flower can kill them. Well, are you allergic to them? No. Because I'm calling Amazon. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not funny. Come on. I'll tell you what a flower can do that you can't do. We can pronounce prevalent. That's <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. That's the enough. flower's only job is to stay there and to attract insects for pollen, which also helps the universe. Yes, of course. Flowers yeah, are wonderful. You would then be useful. That I understand now. Thank you, Robin. Your sweetheart. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, all right. All right. Anyway, Sal, but thank you. But seriously, the thought was very nice. Thank you. But you don't need to get me a gift. Uh, you, oh, trust me, I won't. All right. Thank <laughs> you. You say that every time. I know. I probably you, will. You know, the thing is this, Howard. I really believe, even though you don't want a gift, um, and yes, I made the donation to Bianca's Furry Friends, and I think that's really important. It's wonderful what you yes, and Yes, and I thank you for that. That was very but generous. Over and above that, I don't want, I feel that you might think that, hey, you know, this is a great thing and you appreciate it and it's wonderful, but no one's going out of their way to think about you personally. And that's what I try to do with you. Like, I'm like, hey, he loves fountain pens. How can I get him yeah, something get that it. he would admire? Thank you. Thank you. All don't right. think so much. You know, I won't. Just trust uh, me. <laughs> right. All right. I love you. Yeah. Usually when you try to think, Sal, it becomes a mistake. So, yes, right. that's my biggest uh, problem thinking. <laughs> so I'm going to stop that right now. <laughs> no more thinking. You're, you I know promise. what, Sal? I tell everyone you're very special. Oh, very yeah. Special. <laughs> you're very special. Um, yeah. Uh, Let no, me I put on you. my helmet and stop and thinking. Thank you. <laughs> very thank you for being very generous. Okay. All right. I'm, I love you. I love you more than everyone on the stage. Oh, uh, too sweet. Right. Bye bye. Bye. Good, goodbye. He's having trouble getting rid of him. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of the uh, State of the Union address, I have to be fair. You know, President Biden got a lot of time on television with his State of the Union address. And, um, you know, to rebut, we do have um, a, a Republican who can rebut uh, this speech. Yes, we and, have uh, our so own Republican. I'm Republican. waiting for, uh, yeah, in about two seconds, there should be a knock on my door and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, she's the one the, who delivered it last night. She's going to call yes. to us personally? Yeah, wow. she feels she can speak her mind on this show in a way that she can't when she has to be all phony baloney I on see. TV. Right, so. Come on, honey. Uh there you go. What I did. The woman is punctual. I'll tell She's you that. Punctual, yes. Here to give the uh, rebuttal to the State of the Union is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. How are you, Miss uh, Governor Sanders? Hello. Uh, thank you. That is my proper title. Long time right. no punch in the dick, asshole. <laughs> well, let me give you some time. You are very feisty. You are considered a top Republican because you speak your mind. And uh, and and by the way. Why shouldn't you have time to respond? Let's make sure we understand your point of view. So I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut, Sarah Huckabee. Oh, thank you so much for giving me this time. Right. You don't give me I, shit. No, but oh. I mean, I'm, I, I think it's generous of me. Uh, anyway, go ahead. What did you think 
okay, of the State yeah, of the take Union. Take a break. Yeah. You look like Dracula's coat rack. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I know oh. it is. The GOP <laughs> picked me to respond to the State of the Union because I'm young, fun, and my piss flaps can fire a gun. And I'm not done responding yet, okay? Okay, you, go ahead. The thing you saw on TV, that was the clean version for babies and people with heart conditions. My real response was a queef so powerful, it blew down the last Planned Parenthood in Arkansas. You're saying one of your queefs blew up a Planned Parenthood location? That is exactly what I said. I'm jacked up a, on is, Four Loco and ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> is that a joke or are you really, you, your queefs are so strong? Well, go ahead. I, I, I don't want to get sidetracked. Why the fuck would I joke about that? It's what a did thing you think that happened. Of, what did you think about Joe Biden's speech? Oh, what did I think about it? I thought it sucked, just like everybody else did. It was so boring, I had to punch myself in the clit to stay awake. Repeatedly. No, oh. oh, come on. Yeah, I had to drink four Red Bulls and zap my nips with a car battery. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, I remember well, uh, when Trump... Trump used to go up there and have fun and threaten private citizens. Where was the fucking fear? Well, I saw a, a very nice moment where Biden was talking about mm. unity and healing. Oh, oh yeah, he's talking about unity, healing as a nation. What a fruitcake. Man, start a war or get off the fucking stage, Liberace. I'm surprised well, the big finale wasn't given a middle of freedom to that fucking Chinese balloon. All right, listen. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm all, I, cut down I don't on the profanity. What she's so upset about? But um, well, uh, one thing, by the way, I don't even think I have to mention this. But doing the speech during Black History Month is racist against whites. Well, uh, <laughs> that's your point of view. Uh, it's your time to rebut. But uh, you know, uh, did you see anything positive about Biden, or did you like anything? Hang on, hold on, hold that thought for a second. I got a hot queef in the chamber. I got to let go. Huh? Oh, okay. That's better. <laughs> well, there now, goes another. On. There goes another Planned Parenthood location. <laughs> if there was one left, it sure would have been. Dude, there's nothing good about Biden. He sounds like someone dropped a speaking spell in a bathtub. He makes no sense. He talks like his dentures have somewhere to be. Oh, I'd rather come on. sit. I'd rather sit through a drag show and get groomed into being a pedophile than listen to that shit again. Well. Ooh. Uh, wow. All it's, right. Well, here's the thing. He's ruining our country. It's like President Trump gave birth to a beautiful baby alpha country. And then Joe Hussein Biden is raising it to be a woke, limp-wristed, floppy-dicked, chalk-toothed, loose-stooled beta male who apologizes for having a penis. Mm, well, this will not... <coughs> Sorry, that queef has got... A fucking aroma and a half. Just a minute. That might have been a fart. I don't <laughs> she know if that was herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh, well, are America. You let's agree, Governor. Governor, I know you're not holding back this uh, morning. I wish there was a little more bipartisanship, if I, if I may say. Also, and policy. I've only and, heard and, name calling. And America is the greatest country. You know that in the universe. Yes. The policies that America is the greatest country that's ever existed in the entire universe. And the other policy is that Joe Biden's trying to flush it down his stupid low flow toilet. Oh. But here's the thing. What he didn't count on was me holding on to the sides of the bowl and spitting turds in his face. 
Well, you are a powerful governor, and I uh, thank you for your uh Wait, you know, hold that view. thought. I got yeah. another. I got another cunt burp coming out. Hold up. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> okay. You Much didn't better. feel. You didn't feel Biden made any sense whatsoever. He sounds. He sounds like Herschel Walker after twelve shots of tequila. Are you kidding me? He was a horse <laughs> on my farm. I would have taken him out back and punched him to death. To be nice. Oh. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you are so far up that guy's ass. It's amazing. If he, there... eats his, if he eats his wife out, you get pubes stuck in your teeth. Well, I don't know what you're saying now, but uh, <laughs> all right. Listen, do you have a conclusion? Can you wrap this thing up? Is there something to, to, you know, in other words, can you put all of your thoughts succinctly together so we get your pure view on everything? Yes, big bird. I do have a conclusion if you'll fucking wow. let me talk. Wow. Wow. I'm, Big Bird, you think I... Why do you have to insult me? What did I, I do? I don't have to insult you. It's fucking fun. For, <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Have pardon. your way with me. Go ahead and insult me. I don't care. You can't, you can't offend me. Go ahead. Oh, I bet you would fucking love that, you fucking pig-ass dog. You fucking uh, what? Wow. Dog dick pig. <laughs> what? Listen, Becky, uh, with the pube hair, I will rip your wig off and shove it up Fred's twat. How about that? It's all my real hair. I won the best hair award four years in a row. I don't know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about. You want a piece of this shit, you bird bone bitch? Fine. Wow. I'll, sh- wow. I'll shove your head up my freedom hole like a whiny tampon, fuck face. You're going to use my hair? You're going to use my hair as a tampon? <laughs> fuck yes. And you know I got a heavy flow. I shove a roll of bounty up there and it don't even stand a chance. Well, I, will I hate to tell you. slap you right out in the teeth. I'm going to tell you something. I have been called, um, uh, listen, I've been insulted by the best of them. You know, someone once said that I looked like Rhea Perlman fucked the elephant man's bones. Do you know that someone once called me a lesbian mummy? Do you know? Yeah, that was uh, me. The, yeah. Someone called me a heavy Probably. metal grandma. And nobody, <laughs> nobody, no one insults me. I, I don't care. Call me what you want. Go ahead. I don't care. Just well, do I me a favor. hang out with whoever did that. I'll tell you what my rebuttal is to that. How about you waft my twat fart, you cunt face? Uh, all right. Do a, do a, uh, <laughs> they're getting a, nastier. Uh, uh, give me your <laughs> I would outro. love to wrap this out up if you would fucking let me talk, piss boy. All go right. Go ahead. All right. Here Sarah we go. Huckabee it, Sanders. Good. In conclusion, I'm going to hit my powerful clit against the microphone to the tune of our national anthem. Ah, that's exciting. Great. That's something I can get behind. Here is Sarah Huckabee Sanders using her clitoris. Bang into the It's her big, beefy clitoris. She's going to uh, bang out the the, the national anthem. Yeah, shut up and listen, Fauci fucker. Okay, go ahead. I don't hear anything. Did we lose her? You, oh, that's fake news. You can fucking hear exactly what I'm doing. That's your clitoris. Oh, oh say, and you see. You think that's where she is in the song? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. 
Oh, All right, there you she. You don't even deserve my fucking beautiful tribute to America. My clit is too powerful for this market. Shorten it fucking out. Your pants, your pants are pulled down. You have no panties on, and you're rubbing your clitoris into the into the microphone. Is that correct? No, I pull it out of my zipper like a classy woman would. <sighs> Uh, okay. Well, I'll uh, tell you what, Francis Scott Key would be very proud. And in case you didn't know, Francis Scott Key is the guy who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. There you go. You know what? Fuck you. Of course I know that. I'm going to come down there and stomp on your scrote. <laughs> All right. Thank you. There you go. State of the Union. Our country's become very contentious where people are just yelling at each other. There's no as, as Sal said, can you padlock that door? <laughs> By the way, um, you know, they um they're uh the 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 only thing you know i watch the thing i have my you know I, i'm not going to get all political about it but geez that uh, Mar marjorie taylor green uh, that was some outfit she was wearing she you know she really wants to be noticed she was she what looked was like, she dressed for <laughs> i wish i had a picture to show you it was like she looked like sharon stone in casino remember when um i know it was when, a white a whole white outfit Kind yeah, of thing, like I it, think. Yeah, it even looked like fur. I mean, it, I don't know if it was fur or not, but I, like she'll do anything that is not, you know, politically correct. Like, correct, like, right. It was like like a fuck you outfit, like, you know. And then the other one was Kristen Cinema. I was very hung up on her dress. It looked like she was going to the prom, like she was 12 years old. The big puffy I didn't sleeve. see her. I'll have to yeah. take a look. Yeah. There it oh, is. Oh, wow. She that? looks like she's going to take off. Yeah, the big <laughs> wings on her. <laughs> Ooh. And then the other thing I read was that um, the the lying guy, George Santos, the guy who yes. lies all the time and they want to get him out of Congress, but he won't leave, that uh, Mitt Romney went over and got into a fight with George Santos. And they started yelling at each other. And I think at one point, does anyone know the exact dialogue? It was, I think... Um, Mitt Romney called him an ass, and then George Santos called Mitt Romney an asshole. I think Mitt Romney started with, you don't belong here. Yeah, he said something like, you should be ashamed or something like yeah. that. Because Santos, he was sitting by the aisle. <laughs> like He like camped out, sitting there waiting. You know what I saw on the news? That Santos, it shows he has nothing to do. <laughs> like early in the day, like when when um, like they started covering the hall that uh, Biden was going to speak. Santos got there super early so he could get the best seat. And, oh, he chose his seat. He ran in yeah. and staked out a seat. Yeah, because evidently it's very clicky. Like people save each other seats, and it's you know. But but he got there early, like it was a Springsteen concert. He just <laughs> he wanted to make sure he was like set up and and in a prime seat. Right? What what time did he show yeah. up for the State of the Union? I don't know how early, but you know. Uh, the people, they, they all walked through that door and I think Mitt Romney was walking down that aisle, uh, and he saw Santos standing there. <laughs> he was like, dude, what are you doing? You, you should be ashamed of yourself. And that's, that's how they got into a confrontation a little bit. And then, and then, um, uh, Romney called Santos an ass and then Santos called him an asshole. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know what it was like? It's like before the Super Bowl, like Richard tailgating, like Santos got there for the tailgate party. He should have set up a little barbecue and uh, a, a thing to a kitty litter to piss in. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have to pee. Where's my kitty litter? <laughs> I hear Mitt Romney told George Santos, quote, you don't belong here while talking to reporters. 
Romney called Santos an embarrassment. He is an embarrassment. But what are you going to do? He's he's not leaving. He can't be embarrassed. That's the problem. He's not embarrassed by anything he does. And you think he would have kind of snuck in to the State of the Union yeah, and not been noticed. Yeah, kind of in, not have right. any attention drawn to himself. But no. But he he camped out like one of those lunatics in Times Square at New Year's Eve. Like he was, you know, he he got the raincoat. He's got a jar to piss in. He's not leaving. He, you know, I don't know what he's doing, George Santos. But uh, he he got there early for a primo seat. But oh, you know who's on the phone? Michael. Remember the guy who called into us who is a, a gay firefighter and he said yes. that santos was kind to him what and i said oh yeah this this was crazy i said well that sounds like a very compassionate thing he did and then the newspapers said howard stern says george santos is compassionate uh, <laughs> great headline <laughs> i actually really read that what happened and I was like, no, no, no. I started yelling at the headline. I go, no, 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 no. I said he did an act of compassion, but he's not a compassionate man. But, you know, then I realized I was yelling at a, a headline, <laughs> not a human being. <laughs> yeah, Michael, I heard George Santos brought you to the State of the Union address. He did. And uh, I I hate to, I'm, I'm reluctant to say anything flattering and kind about Santos because then you get in the media saying kind things about Santos. But it's true. He took he took me to the State of the Union and he treated me with absolute dignity and respect. He was he was very kind to me last night. All all the way. How weird? How dude? How like first of all? Wait, you're how the does only that... one there talking to him. That's why he treats you with kindness. Oh, I know. And it was very <laughs> surreal. Oh, yes. Michael. I remember you called in and you said you know you were having I guess problems as a result of nine eleven, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm I trying have, to remember um, the story. Yeah, I, I'll, as the lawyers say, I'll refresh your recollection. I, um, I, I responded on 9/11, and I, um, you know, I, 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 did, as a, I, I was very fortunate when the first tower came down that I, I ran to safety and I wasn't physically harmed. And similarly, when the second tower came down, I was able to run to safety, and I was honored that the that the NY firefighters invited the volunteers to participate. And I was up up on the pile in the bucket brigade. And doing other stuff at, at Grand Zero for a couple of days. Yeah, no, no, my, uh, Michael. What I'm asking you is, what, yeah. th you had a specific problem, and yeah, Santos. So I, what is it? Just refresh my memory. What was it? Yes, I, I've I've developed a, a, a condition called complex regional pain syndrome (CRPS), and it's a type of neuropathy. In, in short, I broke my foot about a year and a half ago. The doctor said it would take six to eight weeks to heal, and it still hasn't healed. I have this terrible condition with bones that that break and don't heal and it's been linked i'm told uh with with certainty to the toxic dust at, at 9-11 uh so in other words santos and, and michael i don't mean to keep cutting you off but i'm just trying no, to get to the point uh he, he it, it, santos helped you how he helped you get help with the uh condition yes when um uh, you know, we 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 were acquaintances because we had both run for office. I ran as Democrat, he ran as Republican, and he heard through the grapevine that I got out of the hospital and I was in tough shape. And he called several times, and then he told me uh, he didn't ask. He invited himself. He said, I'm, "I want to come over to your house for coffee." And uh, and I said, "George, I'm not going to contribute to your campaign." And he said, "No, I'm not asking you for money." And he came by and he invited himself over, and I couldn't walk at the time, and I was very scared. And he spent uh, like like two hours with me in, in, in my house drinking coffee, 
And then when he learned more about the disease, he learned that it's serious and people with this disease frequently commit suicide. And he called me frequently on the phone and he made me promise him that if I was in, if I was experiencing horrific pain one day, I would call him before committing suicide and thinking about suicide. And he was right. very... So he was compassionate. That's what I said. That yeah. is a compassionate mm-hmm. act. Um, and then right away, the press was picking up that I think George Santos is compassionate. I mean, I was watching Chelsea Handler. She was filling in on the uh, Daily Show. She had a yeah. great joke. She goes, of all the things to lie about, why would George Santos lie about being a producer on the Spider-Man musical? I mean, it was such a colossal flop that, uh, you know, you, you, you wouldn't want to be associated with such a bad idea. And yet that's what he, you know, some of the things he pretends to be don't even really benefit him. I mean, I hear a guy put money into that Spider-Man musical and you go, you question everything. Right. (laughs) I mean, why would you lie about there were weird things that he lies about? Um, You know, some of them is so random. He's a complicated man. So uh, so he said so he called you up and said, accompany me to the State of the Union address. Yes, he called me up, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and he, he said he'd like me to be his guest. And I originally thought, my God, that would be that would be a nightmare. It would, it would, nothing good will come of that. And I spoke to my family and friends, and I also spoke to a, an, an official in, in the Democratic Party, and I was told, listen, um, firefighters aren't getting the health care that they need. There are. I, uh, I spoke with the, with the doctor who did the study, and he told me that there are thousands of firefighters, thousands of rescue workers with neuropathy who aren't covered by the 9-11 Health Care Act. And Dr. Wilkenfeld and others um, told, asked me to go, and they, they said it's really important. This is an issue that rises above politics, and you should go to bring attention to the issue. So of George so George calls you up, do you, and, and so did George, is that why George ran to get good seats so that you guys would be seen together? No, and again, I hate to say something nice about George, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to, put both of us in a, in a weird light of saying nice things about George. No, the reason he was there early was because he accompanied me and I had the wheelchair last night. And um, it's, a, it's a long walk from his office, so I didn't want to use the wheelchair because I'm embarrassed and I'm, you know, I'm not that old. It makes me feel so old. But I, I had to, and George made me feel better about it, and he said that... Do you yeah, think on some me. level, though, he's very self-serving. Do you think he thought to himself, hmm, I got a guy here who's in a wheelchair... It'll look good for me if I'm seen on camera with a wheelchair dude. And then it comes out that he was a firefighter and he got injured at 9-11. Like maybe he's, would you ever think that maybe he was using you for like PR purposes? Yes, of course. Um, yes, I think George Santos wanted to change the, the conversation. And this is an ideal conversation because I, I live in the district. Um, you know, I, I ran for office and he, you know, my opponents vetted me, unlike his opponent. And he knew it was a real deal. So yeah, I think part of both. I don't want to. I don't want to suggest that the man is is you know, right up there with Machiavelli. But by the way, there's a woman on my phone who uh, I, she's not the only woman who's voicing this to me, but I'll let her say it. Um, yeah, go ahead, Robin in Massachusetts. Just a little suspicious if this is George Santos or someone who works with him. That's all. I could be wrong, but his just the way he's carrying himself, very victim-like in his voice. I'm suspicious, Howard. Be careful. Michael, is there any chance, because Robin isn't the only one uh, voicing this, Robin on the phone, 
mm-hmm. th- that that you are actually George Santos calling in and trying to <laughs> is, it, is it possible uh, that you are in fact George Santos disguising your voice? Uh, I don't think it's. I've been accused once or ta- twice of talking kind of Jewishy, and I don't think he'd be able to pull that off. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. That good. I, don't think it's right. I don't think I sound that Jewishy, but the accusation has been thrown out there. All right, there you go. Robin, he claims he is not from George Santos's office, and he claims that he is not, in fact, George Santos, but we'll never really know. Uh, Michael, we, oh, did we talk to him prior to George Santos? Yes. Yes. Okay, so maybe yeah, that's we did. our validity. That All right, but do you ever think person. that George Santos went back in a time machine and called us? <laughs> Did, uh, by the way, you are in a very attractive gay man. Did, did George express any interest in giving you a hand job or making out with you or anything like that? First of all, thank you so much for calling me an attractive gay man. I've had a I've had a rocky couple days, um, so that that's meaningful, and I don't want I don't want to brush that off so quickly. Um, thank you again for calling me an attractive gay man. Um, right? No, he's never he's never he's never hit on me, and. Truth be told, oh, it makes me sound so vain and terrible, but he's he's a heavy set guy and he's not he doesn't go to the gym. And so I he I think he knows that if you were to make a move on me it wouldn't it wouldn't go well for George. In other words, what you're saying is you're not attracted to George Santos, like you wouldn't even take a hand job from him. No, I would not. Wow. Listen, wow. If, if he were minority leader, you know, maybe that'd be up for consideration, but no, he's, 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 a, he's a heavy guy, and his, his tenure is, you know, is, is up, up, you know, up for debate. So no, no, no hands up. You like a him. guy whose musculature is a little bit more defined? Is that correct? I actually, uh, I prefer Asian Asian guys, uh, or sometimes Latino guys who look Asian. Uh, right. And George is is not that. He's, do you he's, think he's, George he's, wants he's you? And is do you think George wants you? Um. Want is a big word, but I would I would say he's attracted to me. Yeah, yeah. Because when he came over your house and spent two hours having coffee with you, I was going to say who can drink that, that much coffee? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, it sounds to me like more of a date than anything else. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, now at that point, I was so incapacitated that and, and medicated that it wasn't it it, it wasn't on the radar. I, I wasn't. Let me tell you, most more. people who had sex with me throughout my life were incapacitated and uh, <laughs> medicated. <laughs> medicated at the, and that's right. And I'm not joking. You I'm not joking. Uh, so you <laughs> never take that as a no. Yeah. All right, Michael. Well, there you go. So you went to the well, State you know, of the it's Union. It's a big card to pull, you know, when you're trying to impress somebody to say, hey, I can get you into the State of the Union. Yeah. Well, you went. Uh, and you, uh, and, and then right after the state of the union, did you go home or did he, uh, well, did, I'll, did tell you, I'll tell you what happened. I, I went and it was, oh, he gave me, he gave me uh, a flag, which was nice. He gave me, uh, like a certificate, uh, a proclamation, which was nice. Although whoever filled out the proclamation, it, it looks like, like children's scrawl in my name. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, I wouldn't I trust that. Don't try one. to use it for anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly peculiar, but so I, I had a, I absorbed being there when I arrived. So I love the Capitol. I, love, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. I love the institution of Congress. I, I'm a, just a, being there was meaningful and special, and I was determined to absorb it all in. And I did, and it was nice of, of George Santos to escort me to the hall. And I was brought in by a, by a staffer who was telling me all about the history, and it was so meaningful and special. And then once I was seated, the staffer said to me, hey, I, um, you know, you, you've been on CNN all day long. 
Really? And I, I said, there was also an article in the Times, but I, because I talk about 9-11 in the, in the article or during interviews, I don't like to watch them because it freaks me out a little bit. So I haven't seen it. And this gentleman I want to yeah, tell you something, on. Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't mean to interrupt, but. No, no. You're, you're a very good caller, and, uh, and obviously you uh, were at 9-11, and you were a first responder. And um, I'd like to give you a, um, because you're a great caller and a great guy, would you like a book about fountain pens? I'd like to give you something special. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, lovely. <laughs> trust uh, me, I'm you don't I'm want it. My, I'm, into, I'm into pens myself, actually. I, I prefer, oh, I have a thing for presidential pens. And well, you, they, 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 believe me, this book you don't want. I, 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 I'm thinking about. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put clutter He's not up your clutter house. up your house. You need it. Fair you need enough. all the room you can get. Here's uh, Dan Rather, you, everyone. Yes, uh, the great reporter Dan Rather. What do you want to say about this, Dan? Howard, I'm here right now at the congressional offices, and George Santos is on the phone disguising his voice. <laughs> it appears that the man you are speaking with is. Is this very man in front of me? He's now doing the shh, shh hands at me and telling me to shut up. On order, I am ignoring. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Some people are saying that this is George Santos himself on the phone uh, trying to get some positive uh, words. He's lying himself. about the uh, wheelchair, Howard, and 9-11. And I'm beginning to doubt he is, in fact, a homosexual. In fact, he is eating a vagina as we speak. <laughs> He's tap dancing. Yes, he's tap dancing moments before he did the call. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I have witnessed Ebola-stricken villagers in Uganda expelling their vital organs from every every orifice. My God, he's writing a note to me now. It says, be cool. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you. What can I tell you? Some people think this is George Santos on the phone. Others do not. I don't know. But, uh, Michael, thank you for the uh, call. Uh, I am not sending. Out of respect, I am not sending you a fountain pen book. Yes, go ahead. Yes, okay. And if 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 you want, I can give you a flag that's been flown over the Capitol yesterday. So just keep that keep that in mind. The flag option is there. But um, I've recently launched a a, a new law firm, and I'm going to be speaking to a colleague about um about becoming a sponsor on the show. But uh, I I launched a a law firm um a couple couple weeks back. I now my my firm specializes in representing people who've been exposed to asbestos. Just like I have people who've been exposed to toxic dust, and so um, can I? Can I? Can I men- mention the, the website and then uh, wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I don't care. Thank you so much. So yeah, it's a, it, we specialize in, in representing people who've been exposed to asbestos and have mesothelioma, and this is a subject that, that speaks to my heart, of course. And if people have been exposed to asbestos and have a mesothelioma case, we represent people across the nation and go to WeinstockLawyer.com, and you can see lots of photos of me and learn all about me and my commitment to representing people with mesothelioma. Did you did you witness the Mitt Romney confrontation at the uh, State of the Union? Did you see that all go down? I did not. I was seated I was seated closer to the Democrats. So I was I was checking oh. out the Democrats and at the end of the evening George and I were so exhausted that um he didn't tell me about it and I I didn't think to ask but uh, oh, you know what? I'm going by his office today to to uh, to wrap things up and George actually I I had one request. I asked him if he could if he could introduce me to the minority leader, Mr. Jeffries. And he said, I've never met the man, but he actually told me that he made the request yesterday. He approached uh, Mr. Jeffries on the floor and said, my, my guest is a firefighter. He has one request. He wants to meet you. And he said, uh, have him give me a call today. We'll try to arrange it. So I'm, go- I'm going right. to the Capitol again. And if, if, I, if I, if I, I'll, I'll, I'll ask about the exchange with, with Mitt Romney and right. get back to you. No, real good. All right, Michael. Take care. You're a mensch, you Howard. Thank Michael. you so much for everything. Right.
There's Michael, the uh, firefighter, who was with George Santos last night at the State of the Union. Well, uh, I think George has down to one friend. So yep. he's Michael. calling Michael. <laughs> well, Michael even says that he claims that George is, he thinks he's despicable, but he's, he says, uh, why not? I'll go to the State of the Union because I can Well, it's good for, you know, the causes but, he represents and anything else he might be wanting right. to do. Hey, Maria, you're on the air in uh, Pennsylvania. What's up? Yeah, good morning, Howard. This is Maria. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Um, well, I'm calling you because I have a um, 17 and a half year old daughter. I just dropped her off at school, and she's having some pretty intense uh, dating experiences. And um, I'm really trying my best to guide her through. But I think you always have good advice, um, and especially because you have three daughters. I just wanted to um, get your opinion on something. All right. Um, she, okay. Um, she met this. Uh, she met a young man at a conference uh, about two weeks ago, and um, he told her that he likes he liked her aesthetic, which mm. was new to me. And, which is um, weird. Right away, that's weird. But uh, how old a guy? Right now, yeah, as soon as right. he said aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> how old a guy are we talking? He's, um, he's 17. He's the same okay. age. They're both, they're both high school seniors. All right, and, that's um, appropriate. Yeah, I think so. And I have not met him yet, but they have a date this Saturday um, to go out to dinner. He invited her to dinner. And um, he um, apparently yesterday during school hours when she's supposed to be studying and all that, uh, they started sexting each other. Mm. She told me I this know later. About I haven't this. seen the text. Yeah. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I tried to keep my, uh, my shock level down and just remain normal and listen. And um, she said... She, she said he got he really went over the top with sexting. She didn't give me any specifics, but she said it made her feel uncomfortable. And um, she told him to, you know, to, to lay off a little bit. And she said he sent her paragraphs and paragraphs of texts all night um, explaining how much he likes her and how he's happy that they met. And she feels really uncomfortable. And um, just wanted to get your guys feel for that, because I think you always have a good sense of these things. Well, what is the problem? Uh, what is she? What, I don't see a problem here in the sense that uh, I'm assuming she uh, is a bright kid and she said, I'm not comfortable with this guy and I'm not going to be with him anymore. Is that correct? Well, I don't know that, that she said that. They have a date scheduled. They have a date scheduled, but, um, you know, that can be uh, I'm, I'm still up in the air about whether I might I would. Let her Hold go on a this second. Date. In other words, I mean, what is the problem? Is your daughter saying, I don't know what to do about this guy, or I don't know whether I should see this guy? Yeah, she doesn't know what she doesn't know if she All wants right, to. Here's see what him. I would say. I'd say to go her, ahead. Listen, honey, I love you. You're you're becoming a woman who uh, soon will either be going off on her own, going to college, I don't know what her plans are. I'd say to her, you know, I trust your judgment on these things. When your spidey sense goes off and you see that a guy is so weird on the text, it's not a good indication of his judgment and his, um, uh, his let's intentions. say, yeah. And, and this, you know, if you're getting those feelings this soon, yeah. I would strongly advise you not to get involved with him anymore and to stop uh, texting with him or sexting with him. It's enough. He's he's uh, an inappropriate guy. Even when he goes 
Um, gee, I'm, I like your aesthetic. I mean, what, what is this guy? Uh, nuts. <laughs> so, uh, he's, he's, he's not the right guy for your daughter and you can advise her of that and, uh, and not come on heavy like I forbid you to see him, but to say, right. listen, I feel the same way you do. I don't think that this is somebody that we can respect. And uh, even Howard Stern, who's an asshole, says, uh, I, I don't respect this guy. Well, so that's she it. should learn to trust her instincts. Her own that's instincts right. are already telling her that this Thank isn't you, good. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so that's she it. should it's go not, with that. Nothing to yeah, do here, yeah. Mar Maria. It's solved. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's enough of that. I mean, come on. You know, I noticed. Yeah, I like your aesthetic. 17, he's saying. <laughs> now, who's this kid think he is? Sal Governale? <laughs> I like your aesthetic. Uh, anyway, um, let's go to Mike in Maine. Go ahead, Mike, real quick, and then I got to take a break, and then I got a lot of stuff to get to. I'm going to take you around the world. I'm going to take you to the world of Mark the Bagger. I oh, have an excellent phone we call. We actually been in that world for a long time. I've got a phone call where we called Mark the Bagger as Mark the Bagger with special guest star Nikki Glazer. It's an epic. You you Ooh. don't want to miss this. If you have a job, quit your job and stay by the radio. You do not want to miss this. Go ahead, Mike from Maine. Hey now, Howard, you are like really uh, building the anticipation. Uh, I, I I love Mark the Bagger. Can never understand his own voice talking to him. He's the best. Um, mm -hmm. So Howard, uh, what the fuck did I even call for? I call every day. I've got different topics. Oh, uh, Brendan Fraser Howard uh, was an amazing guest, uh, better guest than I thought he would be, and a, a fucking amazing person. Um, I know you love your kids, but hearing him get choked up talking about his, his child, um, uh, the guy's a great guy. I'm so glad you had him on yesterday. And I have another question about that. So if, if you well, want to respond, go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I felt uh, the same way about Brendan Fraser that you do, Mike. Um. I didn't want to stop talking to him. I felt very uh, connected with the guy. I think, you know, you know, it's a funny thing with Brendan Fraser. I, you know, he's been in a lot of movies. The guy's had a pretty incredible career. But I, I, I was really moved by his emotional intelligence. And now I see why Darren Aronofsky chose him to be the lead in The Whale. Because he's a very tuned in, evolved guy. And listening to him was not only uh, enjoyable because he's he's uh, got some great stories, especially about the uh, nutsack story with Adam Sandler and Chris Farley <laughs> and uh, and all that, but also because he had a lot of insight into Hollywood, into acting, and uh, there was no uh, topic he wasn't fluent in. So yeah, I had a great feeling about him, and um, and uh, it was a. Yeah, I, I was totally shocked by how together he was. I just had no idea that he. Was don't you fully believe guy. his? Don't you fully believe his story about the guy from the Golden Globes? Don't you believe that he's not lying in any way? Like, don't you believe he's just genuinely telling you the whole truth? I do I believe do. it. I did believe it. I did. You never it. know when someone makes an accusation that seems, you know, at this day and age, there's no accusation that's far fetched to me. I figure that every accusation deserves some merit until we find out that it's definitely not true, and then we can leave it alone. But otherwise. It's probably true, because people are, especially men, are fucking creeps. Even really nice, good men, Howard. I mean, not to be whatever, but you're a really nice, good man who says maybe what people consider creepy things sometimes on the radio, sexual things, and you've never fucking, your name has never come up as, oh, Howard Stern was so inappropriate. 
because you're just, I don't know, you're a great guy. And uh, I don't right. well, why thank, enough about me. We're talking about Brendan Fraser. Oh, uh, my other question is, is Gary uh, or, or, and or the guys in the back, are they actively pursuing more great guests or are great guests pursuing Always. the show? Maybe Always. because of the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Because in a way, you made it sound at one point that Gary's not really, like, we're not pursuing No, Gary works very hard on the guests. He's part of a team of people who guess for our show. The, the you got to understand so something. Good. Thanks, Mike. Uh, you got to understand something. Because I'm a long, you know, I've been calling into your show for, I guess, 17 years at this point. But the show has been so good. So people who want to talk shit about I, you're in your basement, I don't give a fuck <laughs> where you are. Your show's amazing. It's amazing. Well, thanks, I Mike. I, what I want to, <laughs> what I want to say about the guests, we don't book. We could book a guest every day on this show. I I don't want only a show about guests. I need time to uh, talk about things and, uh, you know, so in other words, when we have a guest, we think it's a special person. It's not that we don't have a guest because Gary isn't doing his job. It's because I say to Gary, only a couple of guests. I don't want a guest show. That's not what I'm looking to do. I, I don't want it only to be about guests. Okay, Mike? So that's yeah, it. I didn't mean it like that, Howard, at all. I all right, it's it fine. Like that, all right. Good to hear from you, Mike. Thanks. That's Mike. Uh, this woman says, uh, oh, this guy says, um, that lots of teenagers say, I like your aesthetic. It's a thing. Well, John, I wasn't, pl- I didn't want to throw the kid under the bus, but again, when I gave that woman advice, it wasn't so much I like your aesthetic, which to me is kind of a weird thing to say. It's like when you meet yeah, someone, you don't, I don't go, know what that means. Like I wouldn't go up to a woman and go, Hey, you're really good looking. So, uh, you know, I like, you try to be a little classy, but if, uh, what I was responding to is this fucking guy with the sexting. He just met this girl and he's sexting. They haven't it up been already. on one date yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. Seems like it. a total total yeah. creep. But I was totally caught off guard when I heard one of my like fourteen year old relatives talking about aesthetic. And it's like <laughs> before you know I'm I'm almost forty. And in high school it was like oh yeah you know you're you're into this and that's the style you dress and that's whatever. But it's like kids now it's like you can just snap your fingers and change your aesthetic and. You know, it, right. it, and they use that word so frequently. It's really bizarre. And it's almost like I feel like a, a response to not saying, uh, you know, gender specific compliments to be inappropriate. So they say, I like your aesthetic. And it's like more PC, maybe. But All it right. sounds weird. <laughs> All right. Real good. All right. Thanks, John. All right. I mean, there's so many people on our phone. There's a guy on the phone says he broke his dick falling off a ladder. Right? Real quick, I'm just That's curious. That's a terrible way to do it. Yeah, Frank, <laughs> I, I like the guys who break their dick when they're fucking a girl and uh, they hit yeah. into her like fire or something by accident. Yeah, like, uh, I know. I'm, I'm what a waste of time to fall off a ladder and break your dick. I know. Unfortunately, I couldn't be like Dennis Rodman on a boat or something, you know? Right. What happened? You were climbing up. What were you cleaning out the gutters on the house or something? Yeah. So I had one of those ladders that like, you know, you can roll. And I was like just walking too fast and I hit a brick with it. And, you know, I had it at like arm's length. So I was at a pretty good like jog and it just slammed right into it. Oh, and, oh I see. Yeah, the ladder fell over onto your deck. I was walking with the ladder. And it, oh. it's on rollers. So, like, I was walking pretty fast, and I hit, like, a, a, a brick, and it just stopped it cold, and it smacked it right in right into my cock, man. And, it, I mean, it really broke it in two places. It turned it purple. Jesus. But oh. the, wor- the, wor- the worst part is, man, that 
I mean, literally, after I was quote unquote healed, uh, literally, man, I lost three inches. And oh my I've god! Through, no, I'm not kidding. I, and I, like, I've been tr- I've been going to a urologist. I've had over 48 injections. Of, Jesus. Uh, um, uh, called Xyloflex. Uh, Robin might know of that medication, and nothing helps. Like, there's a calcium built up. First of uh, all, first of, of all, I wouldn't have a penis if I lost three inches. I, I need every <laughs> micro inch. Where would inch. your penis be now? Uh, it would be gone. I mean, I don't even have three inches. I mean, oh, the man lost three fucking inches from his penis. How big was your penis before the accident? Uh, six and a half. Six and a half. And so, now you're three you know, inches? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't Aye measure vey. but it's a solid. And, and it's, it's depressing, man. I mean, it really oh my is depressing. God. I mean, you had six you know, inches, and now you have three-inch penis. When oh, you're hard, yeah. your your penis is three inches long. Yeah, yeah, oh, and shit. and it's 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 a dark purple on top from all the bruising. I'm I'm a white guy, and it's dark dark purple from all the bruising from the injections. You're a white guy, is and your penis is it useful? Uh, Do you have a girlfriend? You got a wife or a girlfriend? I have a wife. We've been together for 21 years. Thank yeah. God you're so, locked God, in yeah. with a woman. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, imagine you had part. to start. Imagine you had to start dating and you got a three inch uh, penis. Uh, you know, you got to explain this now. How is it you when you fuck no your idea. wife? That'd be a nightmare. How well, is that, it when that's the thing? Yeah. She, you know, I mean, she's very understanding. I mean, she loves me to death. We've been together since we were 16. And she's a nurse practitioner. So she, um, she, you know, she knows a little bit about it. And I mean, we've tried so hard to like try to figure this out. You know, I mean, like I said, I mean, I've sat through 48 injections. I mean, you know, straight into it. Boom, boom. And, you know, those aren't fun. It's, it's horrible, man. And yes, I mean, sex with my wife now, I mean, you know, she says it's still fine, you know, but I mean, I think she's Mm. just being nice. You know, right. uh, it's, right. it's it's horrible. You know, it's depressing as hell. You know, I didn't can you, know. Like, can you uh, can you still blow a load? Yeah, yeah. That it's still functional in that way. It's just like when you look down there, it's like, man, I don't even want her to see it. You know what I mean? It's like right. Shit. Well, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't let my wife see my penis. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's none of our business. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah man well man, that's a I, horrible I know, story uh, i gotta tell you i'm hearing more and more about guys who break their penis men we gotta be careful with this thing believe it or not uh, the, it's horrible poor frank is going to, how old a guy are you frank 37 yeah oh. you've got a lot of life left in you well yeah look, I, I went to john hopkins and the doctor was like well you know when you get older this is just something you have to live with i'm like what this isn't because I'm older. I'm like, you know, so I'm at like a dead end. I didn't know if there was like any urologist no. that could like help me out, you know, that listen. I mean, honestly, I'm like at the end of my road, man. It's so depressing. Like, it's, I it's hear horrible. You. Well, I tell you what, Frank, it's out there in the ether. If I get contacted by some urologist, again, I, you know, people contact me. Who even knows if the people who contact me are any good? Right. But, uh, right. you know, if somebody's got some insight, I'll pass it along. How's that? I'll, I'll put... I'll, Guys, take down Frank's number if we hear of anybody who can help. God bless you.
Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been trying to get a hold of you for so long, Howard. I really appreciate it. Thank you so let much. Let me tell you something, Frank. I don't help many listeners, but a guy with your penis problem, that goes right to the top of my list. This is your issue, right? <laughs> this Remember? is my issue. I'm thinking of contacting George Santos. By the way, is this George Santos or is this Frank? <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is George Santos on the line. Uh, listen, uh, I'll tell you why I respond to you, Frank. Uh, I've got a three-inch penis, and you have one, and I tell you, it's not an easy life. So let's. <laughs> you feel his pain. <laughs> I'm I'm upset that uh, he's still got a bigger penis than me. So uh, all right, listen, uh, Frank. Uh, I'll put you on hold. Let our guys take down your info. Uh, and remember what I always say to every man in, who has this problem. Every inch is sacred. Remember that. And I, I, that's my motto in life. People say, what is your core value? Every inch is sacred. Remember that. It's very, you, it's very important. Thank you. There you go. Poor Frank. Oh, that yeah. story just kept getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I know there's a lot of people on the phone. We could just answer phone calls the whole day, but I do have to give you this update on uh, Mark the Bagger. I also want to talk about, with the Super Bowl coming up, some of the bets that are going on. I also want to oh, talk about... Did you hear the amount of money that's supposed to be bet on the Super Bowl this year? What's the What's the amount? $16 billion. And they say this country's in trouble? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Steven Singer Jewelers, Steven Singer's new 24-karat gold dip rose color is here. The new color is periwinkle, which is the perfect blend of violet and blue. Get the periwinkle rose exclusively at IHateStevenSinger.com. It's a beauty. You know who gets it for his wife every year? Mr. America, Howard Stern. That's right. And Robin always has them, too. She loves it. I love them. Yeah. I have two Valentines. I got Robin and uh, my wife. I actually have a ton of Valentines. Yes, I you send Mr. My, Valentine's Day. I send... You're like um, Cupid. Yeah, I, <laughs> I send my daughters. Involved. I send my yeah. girls Valentine's gifts every year. I send Robin. I send, uh, of course, my wife. I even, th for a while, I used to even get a valentine for my mother. Cause I, God, she breaks my heart. My dad never got her a valentine. Mom, you know, where's dad's val? Your father and I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. He never went for that. He's tight with a dollar. I go, uh, <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, I mean, I'm, I'm your son. It's actually creepy that I send you a valentine's gift, but I feel so goddamn bad for you. In a fucking relation. What do you mean? Yeah, she kind of got dragged into the no celebrating Valentine's Day. I don't yeah. think that was her idea. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your father. I'm like, if my father. What? What is that? <laughs> Show a little emotion. Sitting there making Rob Roy's for him, cooking dinner. I don't know. I always felt bad for her. Did and, he ever? Uh, did he ever praise her? in front of you and talk about what a wonderful wife she was and how no okay Not really i mean one time I, mean, I told you she would make him a she spent half her day making this rob roy he started drinking rob roy's i remember i was a little boy i mean and she was in the kitchen 
two pots of a mouse oh a lemon <laughs> i have to get lemon rind and i mean sh- i mean you should have seen what was going on with this rob roy it was a disgusting horrible drink it was vermouth and something else like 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 it, it, it looked like battery acid <laughs> and i guess my father just hated the commuting and his job and everything else he'd come home miserable and she even would wrap the rob roy in saran wrap so it it was fucking disgusting. And, and, uh-huh. and so then, and then he'd walk in, and she'd hand him the Rob Roy. I mean, this is the closest to a compliment I could remember. And he would sip it. He'd go, ah, very good. Very good. <laughs> that was so she it. was going to she... be judged on it as well. It wasn't oh, just yeah. like he was going to appreciate it. It was going to be judged. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like Alexa Hente riding into that little <laughs> Spanish village on a donkey. And he would tell you, know, all of the villagers awaited to see Alexa Hente's reaction. <laughs> oh, excellent. On <laughs> ah, the tribe would relieve, would be relieved. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was vermouth, scotch, and bitters, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Oh. Anything with bitters. Oh, my mother would all day would. I have to make your father's Rob Roy. Be, and it had, and she's, had, she's doing the expert thing. She's getting the lemon rind. and Yeah, and it had to be chilled. It. it has to be made early, so by 7 p.m. when he comes in, it'll be chilled. <laughs> I go, Jesus Christ, let's let him have a shot like a like a man. But uh, yeah, no. So he wasn't big on emotion. My father. Mm. I know. I lo- she knows I love her. Uh. <laughs> he, he wouldn't even say that directly. He just right. he knows. No. <laughs> uh, I'm not there. Uh, she doesn't know, but I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'd say. Wow. I'm here. I, I'm staying up a little too late. You know, I started while everyone kept telling me to watch The Mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy Renner. Uh-huh. And uh, I have been avoiding that show for some reason. But uh, Well, first of all, I got into bed last night. And when Beth gets into bed with me, we have shows we watch together. So, of course, we're, uh, you know, they just started a new season of, uh, I don't have to tell you, the whole world knows it, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Thousand Pound Sisters has started uh, up again. You Tell can watch Amy. that. You're still that, watching it. I thought you had gotten well, better. <laughs> I was, I said to Beth, I, if I keep watching Thousand Pound Sisters, it's going to drive me insane. I think I want to stop. And she even said, I know what you mean. In other words, Thousand Pound Sisters was about these two sisters who, between the two of them, weighed a thousand pounds. One sister was like four something and change, and the other one was like 600. So they were roughly a thousand pounds. It was thousand pound <laughs> sisters, and the two of them I would watch every, you know, I enjoyed the show. And these women, I mean, first of all, you enjoy it because they're so heavy. You know, you can't believe it. You can't stop watching. And, they, and when they eat, you can't, you, you're yelling at the screen, for Christ's sake, eat something healthy. Sometimes they'll take a can of cheese whiz and just shoot it right down their throat. I'm going, I sit there, I go, you can't even be enjoying it. You're not t- enjoy- tasting it. You're shooting it down your throat, the cheese whiz. And I I liked watching this show. And it was basically about Tammy and Amy and their lives. Now, 
listen, I could see they're, they're not wealthy people. A TV crew approached them. And now, who knows what they pay him? Two, three thousand dollars an episode? Probably, you know, not crazy money, but certainly most of the family was working in McDonald's. So now you're getting two, three thousand bucks to just have some crew come in. I mean, I don't know what they pay them. Well, now the whole family, the brothers, the sisters, not just Tammy, Amy, they've latched onto this show. Now they're in it too. They started following the whole family. I don't want to see the whole family. I want to see Tammy and Amy. Now I got the brother. I got hit. He's on a weight loss journey. Everyone in there is fat. I got the brother. I got a sister who's completely overweight. She had stomach surgery. She ate right through it. And then there's a, a the, Michael's wife, the brother's wife. I, it's too much. I don't care. Now I got, now I got, they got to rename the show the 10,000 pound family. No longer a thousand pounds. Well, why did Beth say you, she knows what you mean? Is it just because the cast is growing or? It's too much cast and it's getting sad. And it, because it, what it's turning into Game of Thrones with the amount of characters. It's too many people. You understand? <laughs> Are what I'm anybody going to get right. killed? <laughs> I mean, no, but, but now, and now, uh, Tammy can't lose the weight for whatever reason. She, she is the other she, sister losing weight. They cut. She lost weight. She got pregnant. And then she decided on her own. I can eat whatever I want. I'm pregnant. She's Ooh. down in food. You, you could throw up. I mean, what it's, it's, it's upsetting. It's, and I want, I've been rooting for Tammy to lose weight. She's the one who weighs 600 something pounds. They put her in a rehab to lose weight. They gave her a trach. They, she's got a blowhole oh, in her throat. Oh, stop it. Is what I mean. They even have a dog that's overweight. I mean, everyone is overweight. It's it's getting to me. So I was, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. Why? Because, listen, I invested a lot of years into <laughs> Tammy and Amy. I got to see what happens. She's so heavy, Tammy. She developed a fatty deposit in her forehead. Her forehead has extra weight. You understand what I'm talking about? How could I abandon this show? Now her head is overweight. Her head is overweight. I mean, the, the forehead is overweight. I never saw but this before. But that's on her head. I mean, it's like, it, yeah. you know, if your yeah. arm is too big, <laughs> it's the whole arm that's too yeah. big. The, her forehead is practically covering her eyes. Yeah, you she's hooded now. Yeah. Hooded. She's got like a hood. This is why I told I, you don't get started in the well, you first know, place. I know. You were right. I, you know. In other words, I never knew you could get fat in your forehead. I said that's a physical impossible. In other words, when I keep... told you a man had a sofa grow on no. him, mm. you you thought that of course <laughs> everything can get fat. You can yeah, get well, fat can break through. I love watching this on TV. I do, but I'm waiting for some sign of success. It's getting depressing. I mean, no, she's got it's gotta... not going to be successful. Because now she's screaming she wants to get out of the rehab and go home to her family. And she was committed to losing weight. But now but she's... Is she, she's, she's got a trach and she's screaming? Yeah. 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 Well, things have She improved. almost... Last night, she almost died. She uh, got mucus caught in her, tra her trach. And she almost suffered. I don't 
don't understand this as entertainment. This is what oh. I said at the very beginning. This is why I'm saying I'm thinking of giving it up because they used to be charming. They used to joke with each other. Now it's not so funny. So This is the trajectory, though, of of people who are addicted to food. You know, we were talking to Brendan about the whale yesterday, and, and he depicted that whole thing so authentically. That's what I was talking about. Remember when he was uh, eating, you know, the woman would come and bring him food, and then he couldn't shovel it into his face fast enough. Well, meanwhile, after uh, Beth fell she fell asleep during a Thousand Pound Sisters, so she said you can go back to watching your show, which means mayor of Kingstown. I'm going to make that my show because I finished uh, Penny Dreadful. Can't believe they're not making new episodes, but no, anyway, Penny Dreadful is over, yeah. And then I, and then I, and then she got angry with me because uh, I sit there, I started yelling at the mayor of Kingstown because Jeremy Renner stars it, and I go, "How did you run yourself over with a ski mobile or whatever that was? Snowmobile, snowmobile. I never, I've never been on a snowmobile in my life. I see snow, really I can stay in the a house. Snowmobile. It was, yeah. you know, a great big snow mover thing. So I'm yelling and screaming, and Beth all of a sudden wakes up. She goes, what are you yelling and screaming? I said, how did Jeremy Renner run himself over with his own snowblower or whatever the fuck it is? And and she said, I think he was trying to avoid uh, hitting a a young child or something. I said, oh, okay. Then I shut my mouth. I don't know. He was trying to help somebody do something. I don't know exactly what it was. Well, then I stopped yelling. She knows how. Maybe she makes this stuff up to calm me down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, but. Again, but even with know, this, these um, actors, I mean, this is something you would say all the time. You, you know, you sort of said it to Brendan. Do you worry about your face, your body? What? You're mm. an actor. You're not a guy who needs to plow snow. I was a good Stop looking actor. That. I would never leave the house. I would just stay in the house <laughs> until they called me for the next movie. I'll tell you, uh, and then uh, Mayor Kingstown seems good. I really like I watched that. So I stayed up last night. A little too late watching the first two episodes. Don't you know? Yes, yesterday was a school night. How dare you? I know. I got caught up in the TV, and I thought, well, I had napped in the afternoon. Maybe I should stay up a little later. But it was a big mistake because I, I was tired this morning when I woke up. Oh my god! But uh, I think there's a lot of episodes built up of uh, Mayor of Kingstown too, because. I really? started Is watching there more than one season. I don't know, but I, I can't stand when they put the episodes out one week at a time. I, I forget that, that I'm watching the show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I was watching a show with Jeff Bridges. Now I can't remember what it was or what happened in it. And I forgot. I stopped yeah, watching and I it. just saw something flash up the other day. And I said, is Jeff Bridges in another show? Because right. I don't remember what happened in the last I don't remember. <laughs> you got to put them all out. Like you got to do what Netflix does. Put them all out at once. So I don't forget. That Penny Dreadful, I had three seasons I burned through. I mean, yeah. that's well, it, it, man. It took you a little while. You've been talking about Penny Dreadful since last year. Yeah, that was a good show. I can't believe they canceled that. Well, you didn't find it when they were making them. I like Mayor Kingstown, too, because there's some nudity, finally. They had some hot stripper giving a dude a lap dance, and this actress was totally naked. Titty. I mean, you could almost see vagina. I'm not sure what I was looking at, but well, boy, is it was she hot. if she's really naked? Uh, yeah, she was <laughs> acting real good. And she was good, too. She was talented, but what a body. I, I, I couldn't believe the body on this woman. 
I was like, look at her body. I, I say this to no one in particular. My wife's snoring away. <laughs> Unreal. Do you think you've gotten worse with that? I don't know. I expected to to mature. I was beaten off yesterday, and I'm like looking at lesbian videos, and I'm like, how am I still beaten off at this age? I mean, and, and being so particular. Like I was thinking about it the other. I said, I think he's gotten worse. I'm worse I'm seeing nakedness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Everybody naked. Oh man, I I'm looking at this uh, lesbian video and there were two hot chicks, but all of a sudden I realized, like, why am I not getting turned on? I like I'm trying to find specific lesbian videos where one of the girls is hesitant to be trying lesbianism. Okay. I did find, I went through five videos until I found that scenario. I don't like it when everyone's just willing to jump in. It's, there's no buildup. I like when one of them's like, listen, I've never done anything with a girl. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm getting very uncomfortable with this. And the other one is convincing her, listen, I'm telling you, you're having trouble with men or, I love this scenario where a girl goes, I never have been able to orgasm with a guy and, oh, let me show you what to do with your clitoris, blah, blah, blah. It's possible. I found an interesting one that I liked. Um, uh, th this uh, woman was hesitant to have lesbianism and uh, finally she had it. And then there was one where uh, a woman went to a doctor, female doctor, to find out why she couldn't come. And the doctor it said, listen. It seems like you can find plenty. All of a sudden, no, I this one, I found that one. I got to go through 97 <laughs> fucking videos till I find one I like. Can't you and put then, that in a, a, you know, some kind of a subject? You can't. Search. I searched. I said, resistant lesbian. Yes. What would you put in for a description, right? Resistant lesbian reluctant, or reluctant. reluctant. Oh, okay. Uh, I should have, I should have called you. I should, I was trying to call you. I couldn't get through to you yesterday. You were nowhere to help me. I was like, hello, Robin. Yes. Uh, do you, what do you, how would I find a lesbian video where the woman is hesitant? I love, I love when this head, you know, oh, I don't want this. Or if it's a, even when it's a MILF. You know, and she's talking to her daughter's boyfriend. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, he's like, oh, no, no, you know, I can't. I love your daughter. Uh, you know, yeah, somebody's got to be reluctant. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got to. Right. I, I don't like it when people are into it. <laughs> I, I have a theory why I like this so much. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I found a lot of reluctance in my life. For a lot of people, <laughs> but 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 yeah, I think that's why I like revenge movies so much. I have this fantasy that I'd be able to kick someone's ass one day <laughs> if they were out of line. But um, yeah, so you know, I'm busy with porn. I'm busy with, the, but the nudity. Hey, Ron, you watch um, uh, Mayor of Kingstown? Do you know the first episode with the stripper and she was dancing? And boy, what a body on this woman! Do you know that episode? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I'm into the second season already, so oh, I, don't oh, second season. I don't want to give you a spoiler, you know, any kind of spoilers, but it gets a lot better with, with the nudity, too. Oh, the hot good. chicks. Yeah. You know, I love shows with nudity. I do. I love shows with nudity. That's why I used to love Game of Thrones. That's what originally sucked me in. I like Peter Dinklage because you never saw little people in any shows. And then I, and then the Khaleesi was so naked every scene. 
And then she, all of a sudden, I guess she got a new contract in the, hey, I'm not going to be naked anymore. And I was like, this show blows. Well, when you were screaming, but you don't remember how you were screaming about it. You were trying right. to mount a campaign against this girl. I wanted her fired. wanting her right to be nude or not. Yeah, no, I wanted her fired. She signed an agreement to be naked, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's renegotiating her contract. Oh, hey, look, here's the name of the she woman. She didn't like it. Uh, listen. Then don't be on the don't be the Khaleesi. Khaleesi uh, was walking around naked all of a sudden. It. She didn't like it. Yeah, she became demure all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, oh, here's um the woman's name. Elizaveta. Listen to this oh, name. Elizaveta. Uh, I've like never heard names. of such a name. Elizaveta <laughs> Neriton plays Vera the stripper on Mayor of Kingstown. There you go. I gotta look her up. Elizaveta. As it it goes on, they spend a lot more time in strip clubs. Good. They they move the set to the strip club. Yeah. Everything happens in the strip club. Love it. Yeah, a lot of shit goes down in the strip club, but... A lot of shit goes down in that town. (laughs) Hey, uh... I saw you sent out the save the date cards for the wedding. Ronnie's got the classiest save the date. It says shit's getting real. <laughs> no, by shit the way, just got, shit just got real. Yeah. I didn't get mine yet because uh, there's a delay on my mail. But um, it's with it's Sal's book, I think. It's yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, w- I went through the same thing as Sal. But you know what? I laid off. I just text you where to send it. And then you didn't answer me. And I said, Fuck oh, it. I just I just sent it to where I want to send, you know, to where I usually send stuff. Good. That's good. You know where I am. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, Ronnie saved the day card. And on the back is the big sign of Las Vegas, you know, the yes. classic. Las- and I'm looking at this thing. You know, I know Ronnie just moved to Las Vegas. Now his whole identity is Vegas. He's Mr. I Las Vegas. Dude, I didn't design the thing to begin with. Let's put it that well, way. I mean, when so did you become Mr. Why does your save the day card have big pictures of Las Vegas? Because I mean, that's what okay. Stephanie put, man. She designed it you with something. Some- she designed oh. it with one of my friends, and, and that was it. They had it printed up. I said, uh, she said to me, what do you think? I said, if you like it, fine. I like it. And that's it. It went. Then you went along with it. Yeah, but, yeah. I heard. Because I'm going along with a lot of things. <laughs> I heard a great, Ronnie, I heard a great I'm going story. going along with a lot, believe me. <laughs> Tell me if this is true. I heard a, a great story. Go ahead. So, you know, I don't know how many of you follow the show closely, but if you do, Ronnie's been having some problems with one of the guys that works here, Mike Perlman. You know, Ronnie, uh, you know, he doesn't like the way Mike uh, is criticizing his glasses. And, you know, he makes a lot of comments. You know, I got my new glasses on now, so. They look good. Ronnie says. Thank you. Ronnie says to Mike Perlman, because Ronnie's a straight shooter. He says, listen, I'm not inviting you to the wedding. You're not getting a save the day card, blah, 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 blah. You can go fuck yourself, is basically. You're right. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was shocked. One of the guys comes to me and says, do you know Mike Perlman got to save the date card, but you got to hear this. What does it say? My, Mike Perlman was talking to Ronnie, and he said, oh, well, I got to save the date card. And Ronnie goes, listen, just because you got to save the date card doesn't mean you're coming to the wedding. You can go fuck yourself. Oh. So I said, I said, well, what's he supposed to do? He's supposed to save the date? 
And then he's not going to so get I me. Mean, who's that he knows when he's not going to your wedding? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, no, I, what, I, what, what, in other words, what, Ronnie, you once you tell someone to save the date, you got you, 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 you're telling listen, them they're coming. What are you doing what over there? Here's what happened. Go ahead. Like I said, I'm going along with a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so Stephanie has a list of people that originally we had on the list. Okay. All right. So she goes out and she's doing all the save the date. She's printing up these fucking address things. And I'm going, just write the fucking thing on the envelope and put the address. She's printing up all these things and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, she printed his up because originally he was on the list. And then uh, she sent it out. Oh, you mean it was a mistake? From I had no idea. So, so you told him, listen, just because you got to save the date means you're not going to be invited. I didn't, I didn't tell him shit. I haven't uh, talked to him. Yeah, well, I can't talk look, to him either don't look, because don't look for an invitation. Ay, ay, ay. This was <laughs> you might have got a fucking card by mistake, but that's about all you're getting. This time, I will make sure it's not there. You know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, anyway, you got to see. Was anyone offended that you wrote this shit's gonna this shit's getting real now? I have that, no uh, idea. I, I, right. I'm sure Stephanie's mother was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to Perlman, you should send him a forget the date card. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I have to make up a Don't special save card. Save the date, just ma'am. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Ronnie, Ronnie's going all out with this thing because oh, he's dude, you, dude, you don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Tell me. I mean, uh, you've invited almost the entire staff. You don't. I, I mean, think the world is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it went from a. It went from a. Uh, hundred and twenty-five people was supposed to be the limit. Yeah. I think I sent out. I think she sent out when I took them all to the post office. That's another crazy thing. Like, I took them all the same day to the post office. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and dumped them in the thing. You know. So people, like, some people got them, like, in two days, three days. Other people, like, still haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> it's it's fucking insane with the mail. Well, listen. Uh, yeah, the mail is, uh, you can't really know what's going to happen. But, all but, right, listen. But she's got this shit going on now. Now she decided that there's going to be a welcome party. Oh, like, oh. What is that? So, like, so like the... The wedding will be on a certain day, and two days before, um, there'll be a welcome party for all the people that come in from out of town and shit, you know, and stuff like that. And we're doing it. I, I, I don't want to give away too much of it, but, uh, yeah, it, it's turning into a whole fucking shit show, dude. Well, thank you, Ronnie. <laughs> For? for taking care of us all and hosting every moment. Oh that yeah, wait, there. Till, wait, till, wait till you see this fucking room that she picked to have this party. Oh. What does that mean? It's it's insane. What do you mean insane? It's, it's a like room. the whole. It's like the whole top of the building. Wow! Oh wow! It wraps, wow. It wraps around the whole fucking building. There's hot tubs there. Everything. What's this thing going to cost you? I mean, this it's, is crazy. It's fucking insane. Wow. Well, all right. But it'll be Jeez. fun. I guarantee okay. that. <laughs> well, it seems like you're uh, excited about it. Okay. Yeah, until yeah, all the bills come. <laughs> yeah, huh? Jeez. Yeah. Jason, yeah, it's crazy. what up? It's crazy.
No, I'm saying I can't wait. Ronnie, Ronnie seemingly invited every person in the office. So this is going to be like a, a big every party out there. Every person except Mike. Like, yeah. Every person except <laughs> why Mike. Would Ronnie, yeah. Why would Ronnie do that? There's a lot of people he doesn't even know. No, I don't, no, no. I am shocked no, I, by how I, deep his list goes. No, I invited people that I know from being there all the years, you know. All right. And hanging out with and, you know, talking to and. You know, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, behind the scenes that uh, I couldn't invite. You know, but you're you're very nice. Like, uh, uh, believe it or not, I have an assistant, uh, and she's awesome. And I was surprised to see that she got an invite to the wedding. So that was well, you she know. wasn't your she wasn't your assistant originally. That's the whole thing, right? You right. mean if she had been yeah. your assistant originally? No, no, she no. no I know her from being somebody else's oh. assistant first, kind of. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it's it's an amazingly deep list. There should be a, a big fun time out there. Yeah, Jerry, are you be... going to Ronnie's wedding? Yeah, yeah. But I do have a yeah, I mean, I, I still hope. Like, <laughs> I want to go, but I haven't figured out how to leave the house yet. I don't know how I'm going to go, but well, I mean, are... I would love to be there. I would love to go to Vegas just as a dude, break. You'll be t- dude, you don't even know. You'll be taken care of so well. Well, who, what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to test everyone? You're not gonna I, if that, that if that's what you want, I'll have it. No, I'll have it done. I don't want to make it about me. A Pope mobile? You put them in like a Pope mobile. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll put them in. A, I'll have around. like a plastic booth, like a clear phone booth. Yeah. I mean, I really would like in. to go to Ronnie's wedding. I love Ronnie, and you know, I'm happy for him. And well, a Vegas lot, a lot a of it's going to be trip. outside, dude. Because yeah. when we're having it, the weather's going to be fucking amazing here. Yeah, I know. But then I got to stay in a hotel. I don't want to get into it, but. I'm paranoid. You know, I'm having a hard time. What, uh, yeah, Gary? What were you going to say? I, well, Ronnie said when he said um, 125, I don't think that's people. That's invitations, right? So this is a 200. No, I sent plus. No, you're right, Gary. Because I was just going to say that I sent out 117 saved dates. Most of them are um, couples. Couples, right? So you're talking about 215 people. Yeah. It's is there anyone? Did you invite anyone without a? a, a Plus one? Yeah. I mean, the single guys that don't have steady girlfriends, I had to. I had to cut it down. You can always invite me as a single person. No, no, you, go, you, no you gotta no. bring a date. We want to see who you bring. Yeah, and don't bring <laughs> Pearl. Don't bring Pearlman as your date, please. You. you gotta bring Pearlman. <laughs> Ronnie, is there anything Pearlman could do to change your mind or I, you, I don't want to do I don't want to start that shit. You no, know? no, no. I don't mean I don't mean for the air. I mean if he were like if he were to call and apologize to you, would that mean anything? I, I don't know if he wants to apologize because I think he has his mindset on what he, he means and that's it. Mike, you know? why don't you Mike, why don't you apologize to Ronnie right now? Go ahead. No, I love Ronnie. You know, I want to <laughs> say I am sorry. You know, I didn't fuck with the bagel. But, you know, I, I want what's best for Ronnie. You know, I, I'd love to be there on a special day. Cause, cause you, you know it's going to be interesting watching. It. Like, he's going to get wasted. You know he's right. going to be fucking wasted. Like, see, when do you see a guy like his age is that drunk? You know, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like you Fuck. see a drunk hobo on the street. You know, Not drunk, man. Take his shirt no. off. You know. no, Not drunk, man. Ronnie. Like Not drunk. drunk. I, don't drink, I don't drink as much anymore. It's more, more of smoking. Is that right? Yeah, I'll have a drink or two now, and that's it. And then I'll go to the smoke, and that's it. And I wake wow. up in the morning with a clear fucking head. You turned into a pothead, huh? A little bit. No, nah, it's not like every day. It's just, you know. Right. If we're, if we're going out to drink, I'd rather have a drink or two and then just grab a cup, you know, a few hits of the weed, and I'm fine. 
I don't need any more. Um, here's Pat in Wisconsin. Go ahead, Pat. Hi, Howard. I was wondering if Ronnie would be up to doing that lie detector test on the bagel, and if Mike passes it, would he be allowed to go to the wedding? That's a good question. Ronnie, if yes. Mike Perlman takes a um, lie detector and he can, he can prove that he did not fuck with your bagel... Dude, it's, not, it's not only the bagel thing. It's just everything. Who the fuck he thinks he is commenting on my life and my, the way I look and what I should wear and my glasses right. and this and that. I mean, you know, who the fuck is he? That's who are I, you? That's what, I, that's what I don't care. <laughs> I'm just trying to help Ronnie. You know, I was like, you know, you're in Vegas, you know, get some nice shoes, get some nice sneakers, you know. Maybe get a nice pair of khaki shorts. Like, I love you, Ronnie. Like, I'm just trying I to... I have khaki shorts. Ridiculous. I wear them when I feel like it, okay? This is You know, you leave, you leave him up to his own devices. And yeah, you know, he gets okay. these glasses like like he's playing racquetball. <laughs> like, oh, I'm playing racquetball with the guys today. You know, I got to put my glasses on. Like, they look know. more like racquetball goggles than uh, glasses. <laughs> yeah, all right. Whatever, they're all gone, right. okay? Ronnie did take my <laughs> advice, though, because I was saying, like, you know... He always wears, like, the tents, the tents, the tents. So, you know, then Roddy says, I don't listen to Mike. But if you look at his glasses now, he doesn't have the tents. Like, he I do have the tent. Mind. What the fuck are you talking about? He, I guess the deep tent, I guess he's talking about. No, I never about. really had a deep tent. It's always yeah. been a light tent. All right. Nah, well, well, Mike. Shut yeah. you, Even you, you <laughs> fucking asshole. You're just as bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I right, think Ronnie you. meant to send me to save the date, though. I don't think he's being forthcoming about that. Yeah, you, you he probably... In other words, if Ronnie really didn't want you there, you wouldn't have gotten... He would have made sure Stephanie did not send you to save the date. Yeah, that's like, like, like you know, Mafia Ronnie. Like, oh, it's a threat. You know, like, oh, you, you know, you better get yeah. in line. You know, if you want... Here's the date, you know. You know be respectful, <laughs> get in line. You know, it's like, like uh, put a horse's head in your bed. Like, you know... <laughs> Is the mess? So Mafia Ronnie is like coming on strong, but the yeah, real I'm Ronnie coming on strong. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what, by the way, is fake Mike Perlman invited to the uh, to the wedding? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, you're in. So All right, far, thank you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be there. Okay, no, of course he'll be there. Yeah, I'll talk like Mike the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> be like Mike is there. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, uh, everyone's confused. Uh, Samantha was telling me that every t she sees you whenever you're talking to Mike. You you guys are so in love with each other, and you and you you always end up in the conversation saying, "Hey, man, I love you. I love you." You know what I mean? I think I think Mike will be there. Samantha, what have you observed? Yeah, but he yeah. Go he goes overboard, man. He just he doesn't know when to fucking quit. No, this is complete bullshit. Like, every time Ronnie and Perlman are together, and I've spent a lot of time with the two of them, they're laughing, they're giving each other hugs. Ronnie's saying, I love you so much, man. Perlman what? is... Ronnie, remember when I you drove I love me? you? Wait, I don't even say I love you to my girlfriend. How, how do I... You would say I love you, you to That is so not true. You say I love you too, man. You and no, Perlman... No, I don't. Dude, remember when you drove... Me and Perlman home that night, and Perlman yeah, was Yeah, we in the were drunk off a of fucking no, ass. You, no, you weren't. You weren't. Ronnie was. You were uh, driving. Perlman was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love you, man. We I love even, you we so much. We came in and find your fucking house, Samantha, if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did circle quite a few times. But no, you, Ronnie, you were like, no, I love you too, man. And Perlman was saying how much. I hate you, to I mean, tell you, like Samantha. Uh, Ronnie has just rescinded your invitation. You are no longer allowed to go. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, listen, Ronnie, good luck with the wedding, and uh, yeah. we'll go see ahead. what happens if Mike Perlman is there. Uh, thank you. And a field trip. Uh, you know what, dude? I really do want to go to Ronnie's wedding. I would think a trip to Vegas would do me some good. And in you fact, love Vegas, yeah. Dude, I love be, Vegas. You'll be treated like a fucking king, believe I, me. I don't want to be treated like a no, king. No, but I they... Just, they I, I, these pe- and then these my daughter, my youngest, has always said to me, Dad, you always promised to take me to Vegas, blah, 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 oh. blah. So I get Yeah. So I, you know, I, I bring her, man. I would, not to your wedding, but I would bring her and uh, hang yeah, with her. Bring her to the wedding. Who cares at this point? Dad, what's no, another no, couple of people? I'm what paranoid. I'm the last I have not figured out how to negotiate the COVID virus yet. But maybe by the time your wedding comes, I'll have figured it out. Yeah, I, oh, and I just hell. want to tell you, the dude that your daughter is marrying, is marrying is a really great fucking guy. I've been dealing with right. some stuff with him. I know. Uh, he, he's really great. Ronnie needed help with something. So I said to my future son-in-law, you could help. I, I said, well, I told him the problem. Not even, th- he says, put Ronnie in touch with me. I'll help him. I said, no, oh. no, no. That's not why I brought it up. I just said, I, I'm just telling. He goes, no, I can handle it. One, two, three, solve Ronnie's problem. Yeah. And Ronnie's got problems, believe me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So you've been speaking to my future son-in-law? Yeah, I just, I spoke to him on Monday. No kidding. He's a good guy, yeah. right? I yeah, like he's a him. good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for my daughter. Listen, you never know. It's always Russian roulette, but he seems like a real good dude. He's good to my mother, too. He's a nice guy. And he's good to my daughter. Treats her like a princess, and that's what I oh, want to see. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're getting ready for a wedding, too. But I'm testing the whole group. That's it. Everyone's going to be tested. I mean, I might, listen, that's it. Well, I think that everybody should be tested for you in this group. Uh, it's a good, we'll see. All right, Ronnie, good. I'm glad you look All good. Right, there he is, the bride to be, Ronnie. <laughs> tell you. Hey, I got to play a couple of things because I know with this show we'll run out of time. We could talk about Ronnie's wedding all day, but oh yeah, this phone call I'm very intrigued. I always love phone calls where we get somebody talking to themselves. Uh, that's my favorite theme. Uh, Mark the Bagger, one of my favorite whack packers of all time. Uh, you know, uh, obviously people always mention Hank the Dwarf. They always mention uh, High Pitch Eric. They always mention uh, Eric the Actor. They always mention a Bigfoot. You know, you name it, they mention it. Uh, Elephant Boy, rest in peace. Wendy, but, uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Mark the Bagger to me is one of those guys that flies under the radar. People forget about him. They don't mention him. But Mark the Bagger has been a member of our WAC pack for almost 20 years. He's got it. And here's why I love him. He's got a unique voice. And he loves three things. He's a simple guy. He loves to jerk off on his carpet at his mother's house. He loves comedian Nikki Glaser. And he loves the Philadelphia Eagles. The guy lives. Wow. And by the way, people want, I'll talk about the Super Bowl in a minute, but after careful analysis, I could tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl if you want to know. I don't, I, I, you know, you're willing no doubt, to, to put no doubt. major money on it because uh, you're so sure. No doubt in my mind who is going to win the uh-huh. Super Bowl. Now, as you know, I've watched three games, so I'm an expert. That's expert level. Doesn't take much. It's funny because I was watching that uh, last Eagles game for a little while, and Bradley Cooper 
is a big Eagles fan. I big did not Eagles know guy. that. Yeah, well, and that's where he, he grew up. he was up there jumping up and down, singing the, he had his jersey on. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, he's just like all the other guys. If you want me to tell you who's going to win, or you want to wait, well, now I uh, give you all the Super Bowl betting. And yeah, stuff. let's let's roll it out in a way that you get to explain to us. There are two slam theory. dunk. There are two slam dunk bets. What okay. do Massa do with Rihanna, and whether or not she's going to be holding an umbrella because of her song "Umbrella"? You can actually oh. bet that. And I am putting fucking big money on the fact that Rihanna will absolutely have a, a, an umbrella at Wouldn't some point. She have to hold umbra- an yeah. umbrella yeah. for that song? Because music today has become like Broadway. You got to have the, it's not like, um, you got to have accompanying uh, props. It's evidently. a presentation. There's a yeah. set. There are lots props, of dancers. There's yeah. dancers. She, you can't sing umbrella unless you hold an umbrella. <laughs> Almost and the sacrilegious. Umbrella will be danced with. Anyway, uh, getting back to Mark the Bagger. Last time we saw Mark the Bagger, he appeared on Holly Weird Squares. It was a great show. Yes. And if you remember, he was fawning all over Nikki Glazer. Nikki's a gorgeous woman, very talented. And uh, if you remember, he started doing this weird thing. We isolated his voice. He was whispering to himself about Nikki. He got real fucking worked up. Even said he got a boner, I think, during the show while we were interviewing him. But um, here, just in case you weren't a part of that for some reason, in case you weren't part of the magic, here is Mark the Bagger, like, whispering him to, to himself as he's looking at Nikki Glazer. Damn nice. Damn nice. Hey, Nikki, I'm single, too. I'm single, too. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That was my oh, favorite part of the show. Nikki said right. something about she wasn't dating or anybody right now. And Mark, yeah, yeah. I'm single, too. <laughs> Can't blame a guy for trying. Let's be honest. <laughs> anyway, the only thing that Mark might love more than uh, Nikki is the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, Mark's very excited that his team is playing against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So we had our Mark the Bagger impressionist call the real Mark the Bagger. As a Chiefs fan named Matt the Bagger. Oh. So understand what's happening here. Matt the Bagger, our fake Mark, Matt the Bagger is a Kansas City fan. And he's calling Mark the Bagger, who's an Eagles fan. And and the call also features a celebrity cameo from the real Nikki Glazer. Ah. So this is a big deal. Here you go for your listening pleasure because we bring you the best entertainment possible. Matt the Bagger versus Mark the Bagger with special guest, Nikki Glazer, Dueling Baggers. Hello? Hey, Mark, it's Matt the Bagger. What's going on? Not too much. How about those Eagles? No. How about them Chiefs? Kansas City sucks shit. Chiefs are awesome. Chiefs are the greatest. No, the Eagles are the greatest and the Eagles are awesome. Andy Reid would bend over Nick Sirianni and fuck his ass, shithead. Nathan, fuck face. Nick Sirianni's gonna wipe the floor up with Andy Reid, and Andy Reid's gonna have to wipe his ass. Eagles suck. Go eat a pile of horse shit, asshole. Yeah, well, you're gonna be singing our Eagles fight song, asshole, so let me hear you sing it. I'll sing it right now. Lose, Eagles lose. Now on the road to no victory. Fly, Eagles fly. Now on the road to Boo. victory. Boo. Go stick a 
That's all shithead. I'll shove this Kansas City spare ribs up your ass. No. Kansas City barbecue sucks shit. No. Yes. No. 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 Yes. Yes or no? No. No. And I come on my floor more than you, asshole. I jerk off on my rug. Well, I jerk off on my carpet and, 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 and everywhere. And on my bed and everywhere. My carpet's crustier than yours, asshole. I doubt that. I'm going to eat my crusty kids carpet right now. Listen. I'll drink in my mouth, asshole. Fuck you. Yeah, well, I get more pussy than you do. No. Yes. No. Yes. Well, my girlfriend, Nikki Glazer, went to KU, and she's coming over right now to blow me. I don't think so. She doesn't know you. There she is now. Hey, Matt. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Oh, Matt the bagger. I love your crusty carpet. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. I mean, we're both such big Chiefs fans. Yes. Is it okay if I blow you? Yes. He's an asshole, Nicky. Don't suck his cock. He's an asshole. All right. Here I go. No, Nicky. Don't do it. No. Please, Nicky. Don't suck his cock. Suck mine. I love you. Nicky, take his cock out of your mouth. You know, Mark, I would consider blowing you, but I need you to say go Chiefs first. No, I like the Eagles. I don't like the Chiefs. All right. Well, no blowjob for you then. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! Now, come on. Oh, That's a, wow. That calls a shoe in to, to, to win next year, the, the phony phone call. Uh, pool. That's epic. Yes, there you go. Well, he's Matt a fan. The Even to get Nikki, he would not say go Chiefs. Right. Mark, I admire. Yes. Um, I said I admire the fact that even for Nikki Glazer, you stayed with your Philadelphia Eagles. You love them to the end, right? Yes, I love Jalen Hurts, and I also love Nikki. But problem is, I jerk off in the same spot now, stuck to my carpet, so I can't go to the bar and watch the game. Well, I'll tell you what. I think Nikki Glazer's gorgeous, and uh, I'd root for ISIS to get blown by Nikki. I, I'd be surprised <laughs> you didn't break down. I don't understand. Yes. But I'm excited yes. for Super Bowl to watch Rihanna at halftime because I used to jerk off when Rihanna was pregnant because I liked looking oh. at her when she was pregnant. And I, I know you to like drink her titty milk. Yeah, you watch uh, uh, pregnancy porn, right? You like watching pregnant women fuck. Yes. And I want yeah. to drink the afterbirth and jerk off on my rock. Oh, boy. Right, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. What is your fantasy to drink the titty milk? Yes, I want hot tit milk in my mouth, and I want no. you to wash down a hoagie from Wawa. All right, well, <laughs> what okay. Was well. It, what was it you were going to do with the afterbirth? It's going to gargle it and grab it on my <laughs> cock, and hopefully use it on my rug to clean up my jizz, because I have rats licking my jizz. Oh, well, I love you, and uh, listen, uh, I'm, yes. uh, I hope you uh, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday, okay? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, no. no. I mean, no. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Yes. 
That's uh, he declared his love. He said, "I love you, Nikki," but I can't right. say that. That's like that me love song. Uh, I, I love you, but what's the what's the me love? Song I would do goes, anything for anything love. for love, but I won't but do I that. Won't do right. that. Yeah, right, right. When and it turns out I won't do that is root for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I always wondered what that was. Yeah, I won't do that. Yeah, love that guy. Anyway, so there it is, Mark Bagger. Um, I do want to tell you about some of these uh, Super Bowl bets because it is the appropriate time. At first, do you want to know who's going to win the Super Bowl? Sure, everybody's looking for that answer. You know, a lot. I know that a lot of people tune into these sports shows because they're impatient. They want to know who's going to win, and also they bet money on the game. Yeah, as you said, there's like nine trillion dollars being bet on this game or something. I was and, like, um, that's an amazing amount of money to go into the hands of these guys who own these betting apps. You want to know who's the better team and who's going to win, John? Who do you think, Howard? I know it's not a question to think. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles will win. Why do you say what? that? Why do I say that? They're they're the better team. Now, I am not discounting the fact that Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. You're not, and the and the kid <laughs> could pull out all kinds of crazy stuff, and he's he's really an amazing uh, athlete. But the Eagles overall are a better team, and will win. And that's it. When did I, I you mean, discover this? I was in deep discussion. With my father-in-law, who is an expert on these things, uh-huh. and we both analyzed yesterday, and I said, "I need, you know, my audience wants to know who's going to win." Now he, without hesitation, went into a, a very big discourse on the Philadelphia Eagle. He's not; he, 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 it's not like he's a fan. He 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 loves football. He don't, and he knows. The guy so played he's football. He's an expert of football. He's an expert. You consider him an authority. Right. Okay. And he laid it out for me. He gave me a whole 10 point. And he said, Philadelphia is the better team and they're going to win. That's it. So and, you're not going to give us the 10 points. It, listen, who cares? It, I <laughs> gave you the answer. Who's going to win? That's the end of it. There's no more discussion. Uh, maybe you were swayed by us, uh, you right. know, an argument that doesn't hold water. I don't know. No, 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 no. He knows. Uh, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. That's it. And believe me, I listened to everything, and I and I researched, and I analyzed. And you know that happens win. all the time, where on paper a team should win. I know, I know, but I'm telling you, who's going to win? Now you got to hear some of the crazy bets. Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Six. First of all, I hate the time. Six thirty p.m. I I can't stay up that late. I got to work the next morning. Well, you can watch football well. stuff all day that day. I know. I, I will watch the game, of course. Uh, the Eagles are one and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. John, I'm going to go through some of these bets. You're, you're a better expert at this than me. So first of all, national anthem is going to be performed by Chris Stapleton. Uh, Chris has been on our show. His most popular song, by the way, is Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know oh, Singer, baby. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Because the guy can sing, he can play guitar, he's, he's excellent. 
I'm working on writing a song about Tom Brady. I'm going to put a little of that in. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah, ah, you got to ah, do. That's like a Mariah Carey right. kind of a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mariah Carey. That's right, Robin. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you can actually bet on whether or not there's over-under odds on whether or not uh, Chris Stapleton will go more than what is the what are the odds? How many minutes? Two minutes and five seconds is the line. And mm. it's, uh, it's minus 135 to go over and plus 110 to go under. Meaning that if you bet $135 and you think he's going to go over, you win 100 bucks. And if you think it's going to go under, you bet 100 bucks and you'll win 110. So the, oh, the, that's the national anthem you're talking that's about. That's the national okay. anthem, whether Chris Stapleton, uh, uh, two minutes, five second over or under. Jesus. Right. I mean, that's a tricky bet. I mean, who knows? Well, the, the over is hit. Uh, three of the last four Super Bowls. And I think the way Stapleton plays, he takes his time. I like the over in this. He won't be yeah. rushing through, huh? Yeah, you got a good point. Stapleton's kind of a fuck you guy. Like, you know what, dude? I, my art comes first. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to be limited by uh, your your time constraints. Hmm. Can add some little bit of guitar in there as well. But the key is, it's when he finishes saying the word brave at the end. Because a lot of times they'll stretch out brave when they close home of the brave on the star spangled banner and you like the over on that what does I it do. say here uh last year came in at 150 which hit the over yeah they change it based on the performer if they think they're gonna I sing see. it quick they make it a shorter time wow these these guys who set these uh bets they know their stuff they know Jeez. how to get you thinking I was saying they're nuts. <laughs> they're, listen to this. They're taking odds on which celebrities. Can you imagine? They're taking odds on which celebrities will be shown during the game. Huh. Now, what does this mean? Uh, Bradley Cooper's minus 250. What's that mean, John? It means that if you bet $250, you'll win 100. I see. So, so they're, they're confident, likely. very likely, that Bradley Cooper. Oh, he's got to be there. He's a real Eagles fan. Kevin Hart is minus 250, so I guess very likely he'll be there. And you know what it is. Who even knows if these guys are going to the Super Bowls? But but they feel confident that these guys are going to show up. Kim Kardashian is plus 350. In other words, they don't think she's going to be there, right? Correct. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio is plus 400. Why would He's they put him coming. in that? Is he he shows up the... sometimes. Sometimes he, he does. doesn't. And you got to <clears> be shown on camera, too. Not a 10. I like a parlay with Bradley Cooper and Kevin Hart. I think both those Eagle fans will be there. <laughs> uh, coin toss, uh, I would never bet on. I mean, it's a stupid bet. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a 50 People love that bet, Howard, because it's the they first do. bet of it's the game. It's a 50-50 And it's bet. a 50-50 shot. It's been heads Listen for the last this. five years. You got to hear this one. I love this. I would bet on this, and I don't know why, because it's the stupidest fucking bet I ever heard. But here it is. You can bet on the advertisements. You could bet on which ad will come on first. Doritos at minus 260 are heavily favored over Pringles plus 190. How do they come up with that? How do they know? I think Doritos may be a bigger sponsor of the game, so they're running more ads. Right. Uh, who knows where they get the inside information, but I like Doritos. I think they're going to show up first. Hmm. I like Doritos, too, based on what you said. But am I going to be nutty but enough to put some serious... Does anybody care? 
I would not bet on Doritos. Like two or three Why? years ago, I bet on them to fucking be in like the first or third or second like uh, commercial block, and they fucked me over. I don't think they had the Doritos commercial that came on until after halftime. You know what? You're absolutely right, JD. I I'm remember so that as well. I think I took Doritos that year. The yes. same as you, because everyone convinced me Doritos. John convinced me that Doritos. All right, if you both want Pringles, I'll take that bet. Straight up. No, I'm not, I'll take Doritos I'm not, over Pringles. I'm not comfortable. It's not going to be either of them. You want to know something? I think I would bet on Doritos, though, even though even though JD's saying this. I, I uh, listen, somehow believe John. That's what, I, that's what I did a couple years ago, but fucking... You don't think there's an extra fee for being up top in the show? Absolutely. Of course there is. Somebody buys that. I'll put a hundred on Doritos. You're crazy. If anybody wants to, to take it. it. Why? I like, Why? What? I, I because like Doritos, I'm telling I'm you, they sell it and it's not going to necessarily be Doritos or Pringles. It could be anything. It could be a car. So somebody give me 25 bucks even on it. I'm taking Doritos. <laughs> I got action here. Uh, all right. Fuck it. I mean, what's the I mean, you know, I, it's great. Here's another one. Uh, here's a good one. You can bet on which beer ad comes first. Heineken is plus 110 or Budweiser minus 145. So the smart money's on Budweiser. Correct. Hmm. Wonder how they know that. Bigger this sponsor. Is, this is even better. Forget the beer. This is fucking nuts. On the halftime show, <laughs> Rihanna's the featured artist of this year's halftime show. By the way, you kind of forget how many hits she had. I mean, not that she wrote them all. I mean, Sia wrote a couple of them for her. But uh, it should be a pretty decent halftime show because, A, she can sing. Uh, if she is singing live, a lot of them lip sync these artists now. But if she sing, you know, you got uh, here. Uh Don't stop the music. You got, uh, you know, shine bright like a diamond. No, uh, you do a better version of that, Rob. Uh, you got, uh, what's my name? Onana. That's kind of hot. Her name is Onana. I know Sia wrote Diamonds. Did It sounds to me like Sia must have wrote, written What's My Name, you know? Uh, she's and, written a couple of Rihanna's mm. hits, hasn't she? Does Rihanna know how to write music, or does she like get other people to write her songs? I don't even know Rihanna's deal. Yeah. I think Umbrella is Sia also. That, you know. Can you bet if Jay Z is going to show up when she sings that? You, you can, can bet, bet if he's going to show I'm up. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Even that? Are they going to highlight that uh, song she did with um, Eminem? Because that would be another one. Is he going to show up?
What happened to her? She didn't even put out songs anymore, right? She became a fashion uh, house, and she uh, was doing her design work, and now she's putting out the, a new album, I think, for the first time in, I don't know, what, five or six years or something? You can here's bet what on you can fashion, bet. too. Yeah, here's what you can bet on. There's already a, a lot of action on the color of her first outfit. For some reason, black has plus 125, gold has plus 500, Silver and gray plus 600, white plus 600, green plus 600, purple and pink plus 800. So I guess the smart money's on black? Yes. Hmm. Jeez. I wonder if these artists get this list and say, oh, let me blow it up by doing whatever. They can make a fortune, Robin. Yeah, Not, I mean, they're making yeah. a fortune already, but <laughs> maybe a crew person is like, hey, you know, I know she's wearing white, so I get right. six to one on that. You can even bet on the color of Rihanna's hair. There'll be the, uh, here, this will be the predominant color of her hair or wig during her very first appearance on stage. Brown and black is minus 500. Blonde is plus 400. Red is plus 700. Jeez. So, brown and black is the favorite. Overwhelming favorite. Really? But, but a lot of times she has red hair. Yeah. Get seven to one odds if you believe that. I mean, Look at this. You can bet um, whether or not Rihanna will be menstruating the day of the Super Bowl. <laughs> How are we going to find that out? Yeah, I was just joking, Robin. You got know. a got an inside. Uh, <laughs> you can always bet on what there. you can bet on what the first song will be played during the halftime performance. Don't stop. The music is plus 300. Diamonds is plus 500. What's my name is plus 500. Umbrella is plus 600. And you can also bet whether or not during the halftime performance, you can bet if Rihanna opens an umbrella. It's plus 275. She's going to, I would bet that. I like know she's going to open an umbrella. Or she's will she op- just have an umbrella? Uh, no, open. Oh, she has open, to open it? Open the umbrella. You know what I could see? With the choreography, I could see her opening and closing the umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Like, like doing yeah. like almost like a, um, a, a choreographed umbrella dance. Where a lot of the people are opening and closing their umbrellas. And then I could see an overhead crane shot because there's such schmaltz at that Super Bowl. Yep. Like I could well, see them doing. It's called a prop dance. Yeah. When you use it yeah. over and. Yeah. It's a prop dance. I'll bet on a prop dance. <laughs> I really like, uh, uh, I, Howard, I really like Don't Stop the Music as the opening song. It's got to be an up tempo song, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Jeez. That thing is I would played. go with it. Every wedding or bar mitzvah, wherever you go, you hear that song. Like that is really? a very up tempo, get people going kind of song. I would open up with one of my biggest hits. I would open up with uh, diamonds. Like I could see she comes out, or I could see umbrella, and I'll tell you why. All of a sudden, the crane shot with all those umbrellas opening and closing, and then uh, Rihanna comes out on the stage and starts singing umbrella, or diamonds. All of a sudden, you hear off, you know, like off in the distance. Shine bright like a dime, huh? Shine bright <laughs> like a dime, huh? And you know, you know, wait, wait, what's happening? What's happening? Like, and then all of a sudden you see Rihanna emerge and you, is she going to rise up from the stage <laughs> yes. or is she going to come down to the stage? That, that's plus 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then you can bet after the game on what color Gatorade. What do you? Lime green and yellow is one plus one twenty five. Orange is plus two fifty. So I guess lime green 
Lime or green, yellow? Lime, Why green, those or two yellow? colors instead of like, there's blue Gatorade. Yeah, blue's plus That's 500. Blue, yeah, blue's plus 500. Red is plus 700. Clear water okay. is plus 700. So, Howard, I have a theory on this one, which worked last year. I took blue last year with the odds because I thought the Rams were going to beat the Bengals, and they did, and the Rams' colors were blue and yellow. And so you if won? You like, and I won. So wow. if you like the Eagles this year, you probably want to bet on the green, and if you like the right. Chiefs, you can get the red at 700. I like how you're thinking, and I know the Eagles are going to win. So <laughs> I should take a lime, green, or yellow. That would uh, Green is going to win. I bet, Rich, Richard, you still think Kansas City's going to win? I mean, you're hoping they're going to win, but I think the Eagles are the better team, according to what my father-in-law told me. No, no. Which quarterback has been in the Super Bowl before? Mahomes. Mahomes. He has right. experience. That's huge. Yeah, what, what are they saying about his, uh, good, but what are they saying about that high ankle sprain? I think he's had enough rest on it. He did fine at the AFC Championship game. And that was he... only one week, right? Howard, yeah. Howard, yeah. The Eagles' Can defensive I... line is huge, and they are going to land on that leg repeatedly. <laughs> if they game. can get to him, they'll get our, to him. Our O line is better than it used to be. A lot better than when they played Tampa. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's the deal. They always say high ankle sprain. I think that's very intentional. High Why? ankle sprain. Because it sounds not so bad. Like ankle sprain sounds bad. High ankle sprain is like, eh, he could play with that. What's a high ankle? Nobody has that. So I think <laughs> they're trying to downplay it. But I think it's a lot worse than you think. Uh, Wolfie, you're wearing your uh, full Eagles um, helmet and jersey. <laughs> I'm fucking ready, Howard. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to lose. Andy Reid is a choke artist. They're, they're not going to win. Like, Punch yourself in that helmet, Wolfie. <laughs> Why is it that there when Wolfie puts on a football helmet, he does look like he's going to bang his head into a wall? <laughs> Wolfie looks, you want to know for. something? Wolfie looks handsome in his Eagles outfit. And, and I'll tell you what, he kind of looks like a football player. I'm not yeah. kidding. Yeah. You know what's great? When, when, Wolfie comes on, when Wolfie comes on and he goes, I'm ready. And you realize what he's ready for. He's ready to watch TV and look like an idiot. Power, what's really he's funny about this? special TV watching outfit. Andy Reid was the coach of the Eagles for a very long time. And I'm sure That's Wolfie true. loved him as the coach then. But now he's on Kansas City and all of a sudden he, he can't stand Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah he, he lost four NFC Championship games. He got to the Super Bowl and lost. He, he's he didn't a, lose. He's a loser. The team loser. lost. It wasn't him. It Richard, wasn't him. So that jersey on Sunday. Even when, Wolfie, even when uh, Andy Reid was with the Eagles, you were, you hated him because he kept losing. He kept choking, right? Four, 14 years in a row and didn't get us a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, right. He's a loser. But now you're jealous because he got the Chiefs a Super Bowl. We got a Super Bowl. We, we got our own without him. <laughs> right. We get, we right, get number right, two right. on Sunday. We, neither one Howard, of you two played. Howard, we have some back office bets we were talking about, too. What do you if got? If you're interested. Well, I was thinking, okay, you want the Eagles, I want the Chiefs. How yeah. about I bet you if Eagles win, I'll give you a hundred bucks. If Chiefs win, you FaceTime me and show me your dick. No way. I'm never showing you my dick. I if I had a big dick, I'd show it to you right now. I don't have you well, would what laugh kind at of my bet dick. Is that? If yeah, you're confident like in the Eagles, it. come on, man. You won't no, lose. I mean, I'm confident they're gonna win. 
But I don't want to. God forbid something goes wrong. You sound like JD now. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. But <laughs> JD so sure has a nice. Yourself. JD's got a pretty big cock. We think. I don't know what he's uptight about. I think you What's do that too, Howard. Do anything. No, I don't believe no. you, Howard. Richard doesn't want money. He doesn't care Let about that. Let me ask you this, he wants Richard. To see a penis. That's what can Richard I show it wants. to you, I'll Richard? Can I show <laughs> Richard? Can I show it to you erect? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, all right. I'll well, let that's you a different bet. Oh, oh, that's you a whole different thing. You can fluff yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll have Ralph fluff me, and then I'll uh, show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you taking it? Is this no, a go? I'm taking it. No, fuck you. Yeah, He's not yeah. that sure. Uh, I'm not. Well, also, I'm sure, but I'm not that sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What else? What's uh, the other Will bet? Mur Will Murray was talking about a bet where if the Eagles win, I have to wipe his ass with one of my Chiefs jerseys. If okay. the Chiefs win, he has to wipe my ass with one of his Eagles jerseys. <laughs> I love that bet. I would. That'd be great for the air. Will you willing to do that? Will you? Will you uh, take do that bet? Giant shit right on that stupid Kelsey jersey. <laughs> <laughs> kidding me? It's not gonna be my Kelsey jersey. Oh it's yes, it is. What you're wearing right? And no, the that Chris not. Long. Yes. <laughs> what, what are you, are you saying? About? What are you saying, Richard? In other words, if the if the Philadelphia Eagles win, Will can take your Kelsey jersey and wipe your asshole with it. I don't know if I, yes. I can't bet. I wore this to the Super Bowl you that pussy. you sent us to, Howard. I thought okay, you believe in the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I you have a bunch of. I have a bunch of. He does. I have a bunch of jerseys. Well, what jersey do you care about so much? I think you're willing to give. Brian Dawkins, my favorite Eagle ever. I'll oh. even, you can take a giant shit on it if you want. I've never Eagles seen are winning you, that game on Sunday. I'm not I've worried I've never about seen it. you wear that Dawkins jersey. Well, once. I'm not a four-year-old. I don't wear a jersey shit. everywhere like you. But yeah, <laughs> that's I ridiculous. Have See, I have so much more to lose. Do the bet. Do the bet. Do the bet. Do the bet. Will's Kelsey ready. Jersey can't do it's it. Got to be a Kelsey, Kelsey jersey. jersey. Nope. So uh, now, is it these Kelsey. people believe in what they say they believe in. Right, Richard. If you well, thought the Chiefs were going to win. You wouldn't worry about the Kelsey jersey if you really exactly. thought they were going to win. Well, let me understand yes, something. So Richard has to take a shit, and then you're going to wipe his ass? I mean, I, I guess I could do that. No, I, yeah, I thought one of us was just shitting on the other jersey. But, yes, I, I'll do whatever. The Eagles are winning the game. I don't really care. This is a dumb bet. See? The Eagles See, are going to win. I don't exactly. Think, I just don't think Will gives a shit enough about his Dawkins jersey to, to give it up. Oh, no, he about? told me he loves his Dawkins journey. Yeah, I love his Dawkins journey. He said it. He probably can't even find the fuck. No, I'll pull it out told right me. now. <laughs> Where, go get it. Uh, hold on, two seconds. All right, he's going to go get it. If he gets okay. it. All right. Let me the see. bet is on? I don't think yeah. Richard cares that much. Two weeks ago, he was wearing an Eagles jersey. And now, now he's oh, that's right. Chief. Yeah, no, I'm doing that for my wife. I'm happy for my wife. Look, it's right well, there. There's the Dawkins jersey. And it jersey. looks like he there doesn't even wear it. It's beautiful. He takes mint care condition. Yeah. yeah, mint condition because you don't give a shit. But somebody I only wear it to Eagles games. There it is. <laughs> yeah, when's the last time you've been to an Eagles? Go Burns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do. It. You know what? Because I was just thinking, I'll just wipe his shit off of my jersey. I don't care. Of course, Winston. When do you care if your jersey smells <laughs> like shit? It's not like I'm cutting it up, right, I guess. I'll right. just wipe I'll be interested to see that. So, so, Will, you're going to wipe uh, because you're going to win. you got to yes. take his Kansas City Chiefs uh, jersey and wipe his ass with it. I thought I'd get to shit on his jersey. I, I mean, it's no, like wow. to me if i got to wipe his ass no, with it. I, 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's the bet. Like I get oh, uh, you wow, wipe this is my ass. You wipe my ass with your Eagles jersey. Okay, that's fair. Or I wipe <laughs> your ass with my Chiefs jersey. Okay. All right. There you go. Wow. Okay. See, what that's why Richard won't even have to wash the jersey. <laughs> I'll just wear it with a shit streak on it. <laughs> People will be like, oh, that's no, the famous that's Will Murray shit streak. <laughs> what do you want, Ralphie boy? Look at his Ralph. He loves it. I'll have man. Will sign it afterwards. <laughs> what do you want? Hey, now, they, they, they got to do it after a massive shit. I mean, it's right. like really disgusting. Oh, trust me. After what I'm eating on Super Bowl Sunday, we already got our food order in. It's going to be massive. Hey, quickly, in my expert opinion, first of all, Rihanna's not going to jump around with an umbrella. I mean, it's too no, hot. She's got, she's I guarantee you she's going to use an umbrella. I'll take but, that all right, bet, go ahead. and I'll also all right, go ahead. Bet, what, what, what do you want to say about the game? You're, you're wrong about the Eagles. Richard's right. Casey's got momentum. They've been there before. And it's, uh, you know. Yeah. Eagles are a better team. They're not. Uh, you're, they're really not. They're, they're about equal. But Mahomes, Oh, shut up, Ralph. Mahomes. What do you know? <laughs> I, you know what? I won my I won my pool. I won my playoff. I mean, my uh, regular season pool. Survivor. I beat out a hundred people, including Ross Zapin and Booger. So I'm an. Expert. You beat Booger. I did. Survivor. Wow. Pick, pick one team a week, and I won the whole. I didn't know team. you beat Booger. That's yeah. amazing. I don't even know what he's talking about. Booger. You know Booger. <laughs> Booger. You know Ross. Don't, don't act naive over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ralphie yeah. says uh, I'm wrong, but uh, I think I'm right. You're right. So he's taking the umbrella bet? Oh, I, I, I don't I know think... what bet he's taking. I'm hanging up on him. Exactly. I'll take, a, I'll take a shit on his clothes, too. Hey, Whatever. I like, I like that he believes in the Chiefs. I like that, Ralph. Uh, there are odds on who will win MVP. I mean, they got so many people down here. Patrick Mahomes, of course. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Kelsey, your boy. Yeah, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Chris oh, Jones is he on there? Um, no, I don't win. see him. You Do never they have know. A bet on never those happens. brothers. He gets to Jalen several not, times. Not one Chiefs receiver on that list, by the way, because they're all garbage. I'll, I'll bet ah. a lot of them are hurt. A lot of them are hurt, Richard. I'll bet you Jones doesn't get one sack the whole game. What do you want to bet? You want to show me your dick? I don't care about that. I'll show you yeah. I got how I got it. Wolfie, let me understand before we go through this. What's the bet? You got to show Richard your dick about what? I mean, it depends. The problem is the punishment has to be Richard's kryptonite because Richard doesn't care about anything. I right. want it to be a severe punishment. Okay. Yeah, and I, I right. actually don't know if I care about seeing Wolfie's yeah, dick. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. <laughs> you don't want to see Wolfie's dick? I mean, I it's, mean, it's, it's incredible, but... It's okay. <laughs> it's just well, okay? It's not a famous dick. <laughs> but I think it'd be funny on the air if you're looking at Wolfie's dick somewhere. I okay, mean, I'll look I mean, at it, yeah. No, but like I said, he has to have a punishment that hurts him. None of this, like, baby shit. He doesn't care about any gay stunts. Like, I'd, I'd want it to be something that really hurts him. Like, what do you have in mind? What, I you mean, want to punch me or something? No, no, no. But to me, it'd be like, all right, like, like if Richard got, like, a Tom Brady tattoo on his ass, like, Something like that that he doesn't want. Well, you don't want the guy to disfigure. He him. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not happening. You, know, that's you want to hurt Richard? You want to you want to hurt Richard? If he loses, he's got a shower for a month every day. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I thought that. No, cool. Howard, I, I'm <laughs> backing out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. No way. Brush your teeth every day. <laughs> no, Robin. <laughs> no. No fucking um, way. Uh, anything that involves cleaning yourself is your kryptonite. <laughs> exactly. Well, why don't you just do a real manly bed? Um, Richard, you have sex with Wolfie's wife, if you win. <laughs> you have sex with Richard's wife. <laughs> we That's a manly bed. By the wives. <laughs> no, you don't. Just have it happen. That's it. <laughs> fine well, it. Uh, you know, uh, by the way, this just in, Sal said he'll come on whatever we need. So if you have a bed here. <laughs> okay. But Dawkins, he has Jersey. no dog in the fight. Yeah, that's it. Well, anyway, listen. I mean, we could sit here in bed all day, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's too many. We bets got gone. the suit, the jersey bet. We got the jersey yeah. bet. Between you already gave the lock, Howard. That's uh, all that matters. Eagles win big on Sunday. Thank you very I'll much. I'll tell you what. Also, uh, uh, Wolfie must have a. I'll bet Wolfie's got a big cock if he's ready to show it to you. <laughs> How many inches are you betting, Howard? <laughs> How many inches over are you, Wolfie? Under. Over or under six inches. <laughs> I think I he's know. over. I, really? I mean, I, I, I'm comfortable with it. I don't know exactly the inches, but yeah, I, I don't care about that. You got a nice size. Yeah, that's decent. Good for you. Girth. <laughs> Smack it against that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are very passionate about this game. I know. Uh, I mean, Will and Wolfie are huge. Huge Eagles fans. I mean, well, it's extra are... annoying for Richard because he like he's cheering for both teams, and you're like, "What's your deal, dude? Are you an Eagles fan or a freaking Chiefs fan? You know Chiefs what? Fan, the... Stop the hey. horse shit." Hey, I am a Chiefs fan. My wife is an Eagles fan. Yeah, I you support know what? My, my wife. My wife started cheering for the Mets. I almost broke up with her. So you know, <laughs> well, big decisions. That's a fan. That's <laughs> okay. a fan. Okay, you're a better <laughs> sports fan than I am. Then. No, I mean, Congratulations. No, the boys make a point, Richard. You're so weird. It's like, you know how everything's your favorite? You can't, you can't root for the Eagles. He's so wishy-washy, and, yeah. And Kansas City. Sorry. I mean. That's why I don't think he cares. <laughs> exactly. He'll be, he'll be happy either way. He'll drink and, and whatever happens, happens. Well, that's right. true. You know, it's going to be a fun fucking truth. day. It's another opportunity to drink. That's yeah. right. What's, what's your plan, Richard? What are you going to drink on Super Bowl Sunday? Do you know? Uh, you know what I usually do if it's, you know, if the kids are at grandma's house, then, uh, I'll have some beers during the day, but low alcohol beers. You know, I want to be coherent for the game and we have to work the next day, so I can't go too wild. So, right. you know, I'll probably have, uh, I don't know, six or seven beers, maybe. That's six it? or seven Nothing low alcohol beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. If the Chiefs win, I'll have a high alcohol beer. <laughs> Richard, I have a question. Will, will you, will your wife be happy? If the Chiefs win, no, no. How will that, she react? Uh, that's it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be odd. Like we're gonna watch together. Everybody's like, "Are you watching in separate rooms?" It's like, no, we're gonna be in the living room together, and it's just gonna be odd if the Chiefs win. So if the Chiefs are kicking ass and you're screaming, or are you not gonna scream? I'm gonna scream. Well, that's will you say, will you scream your go chiefs uh, scream that you do? I w I will be, but she'll be cussing at me. You know, <laughs> it's like we don't know how we're going to react. We've never been in this situation, so uh, you know, I'll make sure I get audio of however we react for the show. But yeah, it's going to be odd. I think if Chiefs win, I have to go to the basement to celebrate by myself. By the oh, way, wow. I, I was just handed a note that uh, I don't know what Wolfie's thinking. Uh, uh, John Blake claims he saw Wolfie's penis, and he says it's not that big. 
John, when did you <laughs> see? Says it's slanderous. Uh, I saw what it in the you? urinal, and he has a baby. Pe- it's a micro penis, and it's one hundred percent. When was this? Uh, when last time you were in the office? Uh, when when was that? I forget exactly the time exactly. you were in the office last this week. Show us your penis to prove it. It's a micro penis. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw it. It is. I've never seen a micro. Are you penis doing before. a shtick? Or are you are you being for real? <laughs> I'm yes. being for real. Yeah, wow, Richard. Right yeah. Richard, you got to bet uh, Wolfie on the game with the penis stuff. I mean, uh, okay. Well, I'll yeah. see if the Chiefs win. I get to see his dick. But then, what's my punishment? What's his punishment? What does Wolfie, Wolfie? want to do? Because everyone wants it. to know if you've got microfellows. Stuff that I come up with, he's not going to want to do. So, no, come Wolf, on. Richard needs to well, suck I'm it. Say what it is. Wolfie's uh, wearing, by the way, the uh, Eagles uniform, and with that helmet on, you look like Magneto. <laughs> you know, he looks like there's a cartoon character. What, Marvin the Martian or something? Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> Wolfie, what do you want from Richard? Because uh, now it's getting interesting because Blitz accusing you of having micro phallus. I mean, I don't want anything from Richard. But like I said, if it's a bet, he's got to do something that he does not want to do. Um, hmm. Anybody know something that uh, he, he hates South boogers? Like he's got to wipe one of South boogers on his face or something. Oh, you know God. <laughs> um, think what else? Oh, well, listen, it's hard with Richard because Sal has wiped his schmega cheese I mean, Sal mustache. has put his balls on his he- face. Yeah. His, Richard, you know, Richard, would you, uh, would you eat a spoonful of pubes? Eat them? Oh, yeah, like, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, my no, God. That, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be severe. I mean, I'd put them on my tongue, but I won't swallow them. <laughs> You'd put pubes on your tongue? I guess. Are they your <laughs> pubes? <laughs> yeah, no. they would have to be mine. All right. Yeah, oh, how about this? Sal's willing to blow his nose, like blow snot rockets onto Richard's face. Oh, I'm not doing that. No way. No way. Because you don't believe in the Chiefs. Uh, no, because I don't care about seeing Wolfie's dick that much. <laughs> Come on, putting pubes on my tongue like a big spoonful of pubes is not good enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's going to get shot to down. We won't wow. be able to do it. Here's a but guy who is a paste them on your face. Here's a I'll guy who here's a guy who's a bookie. He says he knows who's going to win. Go ahead, Paul. Who's going to win the game? Uh, well, the, here's the deal: the Chiefs are definitely going to win this game, and uh, they are yes. going to they are going to win by two points. Oh, just two right. points. Two points. How do you know that? In other words, in order to be a prof- you're a professional bookie. Yes. Okay. So, in other words, you've got to really know what you're talking about, or else you could get killed on uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, right? Oh well, here here's the thing: when you when you're doing bets with football, you're, people win because of the juice. The, the the bookmakers win because of the juice. You right. don't usually win a ton of money from betting one way or the other. It's 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 all the the juice that you get on the side, but. The way that this started out, um, some of your guys there probably know, like John or whatever, but um, when it first kicked off, this, this whole thing started at a pick And all of a sudden, within a matter of just a couple of hours, I mean, it went from a pick to a to a minus uh, point and a half for the Eagles. So, so the, everybody, the bottom line is... The dog was betting on the Eagles. I see. Yeah. And... It- Howard, and yours, um, this guy says he's, he says that Kansas City's gonna win, John. From the gambling perspective, a lot of the public money 
is on the Eagles and a lot of what they call the sharp money, which are guys who bet big bets and really sort of know their stuff. They like the Chiefs. That's been happening so far, but that could change throughout the rest of the week. But the Sharps, like the caller here, do like the Chiefs, and they love the fact that they're getting one and a half points from uh, Eagles betters. Does anyone want to hear from uh, Wayne Siegel? He's all hopped up. He keeps emailing me about it. He wants to pay <laughs> people want money. Who's he to money to now? <laughs> He's crazy. He wants to eat. Wayne, I don't even read those emails. What do you want to do now? I will fund another thousand bucks. You could do whatever you want with it. If that increases the insanity and incentivize somebody to do some other crazy shit. What do you, Wayne, you seem to have some kind of homoerotic fantasy. <laughs> you, you want to see somebody put their balls in somebody's mouth or no, something? No, no, no. I, I, I don't care what they do, but I'll find see, All I know fun. is I'm getting an email. He's talking about balls in somebody's mouth, and I go, fucking Wayne's going uh, full crazy. I'll, I'll what, lick Wolfie's balls. I'll Wait lick Wolfie's balls for a grand. <laughs> You will? Really? I don't want my balls. That's like what I'm funding. I love I'm you, but I don't need fun. that. All right. All right. How do understand something? Yes, Sal. I have the ultimate bet. It's a big one with the thousand bucks. So the winner will get Wayne's thousand dollars. If Richard loses, I will come on his face. <laughs> no way. Well, Not for a thousand dollars. He was going for that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Plus a thousand dollars. Plus a thousand. So, Richard. Here's the deal. If you win, I mean, if you lose, I don't know which it is. If you win or lose, I can't tell you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the problem that, with you. If the I, Wayne's Chiefs gonna, win, what happens? Wayne's going to need to cough up a lot more money for this. You won't take a load on your face for a thousand bucks? No. From no Sal? Way. No. From Sal? Oh, no. wow. Oh, okay. No. I'll tell you what, Richard. I'll tell you what. if you have saran wrap? Like, just laying there on your face, but you have to watch him come on your face. Oh. <laughs> that might be okay. As long like as there's a scuba a... mask on. <laughs> or I can... <laughs> oh, my God. I would wow. vomit in that scuba I don't mask. Why is, like, licking balls okay, but coming on your face is not? Like, your I line is so weird. Yeah, well, there's He has something... a line. All right, here's I the do. deal. It's a squiggly line. I do say this, though, Howard, as well. I don't know what Richard wants, but if Wolfie... And will lose. They're both Eagles fans. If they lose to Richard, they have to make out. I like oh. that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already shitting on a jersey. Or, yeah, or, I don't know that I want to kiss yeah, Will. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Hey. <laughs> Meanwhile, the... for Sal's bet, we're going to have to go to, like, Thailand or something. Like, <laughs> where are we going to go to have him come How about on if my Sal, face? What if Sal just comes on your hand? Uh Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> or... On the maybe, hat, but maybe. on Richard's head. On the hat, but this time on Richard's head. He's wearing it. <laughs> yeah. No. No. And, and the brim is at the back. You're no. The front. <laughs> Finally. Finally, something Richard won't do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the closest I would get is what Robin said with the saran wrap or nah, something over lame. my face. No. What, what, about Sal, what about Sal coming on your hand? Ah, uh, wait a minute. Where are Ronnie's old maybe. glasses? We could have Richard put on Ronnie's old oh. glasses that wrap around. Oh, right. <laughs> what if what if what if Sal comes on your foot, Richard? Is that okay? That's fine. Well, you you've done that, that when you showered with him, haven't you? It's gotta you be the just hat try on your head. I'm just trying to figure out where the lines are. You know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, I don't want it near my eyes or my mouth. You know, a hand right. or a foot is fine. On your belly. I don't want my penis anywhere oh, no, near your eyes or your belly. mouth. <laughs> yeah, what if Sal that? comes on your... What if for a thousand bucks, Sal comes on your belly? <laughs> no. and, and then you have to rub it What do you in. mean no? What do you mean no? <laughs> See, I'm going to make it hard for Sal. I won't shower until next uh, week. I'll fill in your belly gonna... button. <laughs> yeah, right in yeah. the belly button. Oh, no way. <laughs> I can fill 10, it, too. <laughs> Maybe 10,000. We've uh, seen, Sal. We know you can uh, fill it. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, I don't understand, Richard, the line. You let him come on your foot, but not on your belly? Yes. Yeah, why exactly. is that? Why What's is your belly difference? sacred? I don't. It's weird. It's too. <laughs> oh, that's weird. It gets too real than like a movie or something. I don't know. Sal has a huge load. That would be that'd be gross. Oh. What, if Sal, what if Sal just comes on your ass? How's that? No, you don't even have to see it. that's too weird and real too. I don't know. The Some small of, the... of your back. Oh, right. oh Robin. Right, right on oh. your right on your tramp stamp. Romantic. Let's just do my foot because I can stick my nah. foot out there. Listen, we are not ending this show till someone agrees to come on someone else. <laughs> how about, how about it's, I know the face and the back and all that's you know really uh, intimate. How about he just comes in your hand? I said that already. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry. In, in the back mm, of my hand, not in the palm no. of my hand. You can't do no, the, the palm. palm. No. The palm. no, of course the palm. The palm. No, the back of your hand. Oh I think they call that a Spider Man because it looks like like wet. Oh, yeah. see, I'm gonna vomit just Wolfie saying. Hey, let's that. Sal, let's Sal, it, let's Sal give your... you a let's Sal give you a Spider Man. In other words, he comes in your hand, you pull your hands together, and then you have like a Spidey web. <laughs> How many uh, webs he cast? <laughs> or I could do it and then you could cast a web. Think of that. I can't. And you could wear. And by the way, you could also we'll we'll put you in a Spider Man outfit when he comes on your head. Come on. Or I could do it in my own it. hand and fling it at you. No, oh. Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> so Sal, you're, what you're you wear the Spider Man costume. You come in your own hand and then you and then you shoot a web. Yes. Wow. So wow. I'll do that and I'll just fling it all over you. Oh, that is How that's a that, great Richard? bet, Richard. Five minutes ago, Sal was so spiritual he wanted to be a flower. Now he wants to be, now he wants to be in a Spider-Man costume and come now on, I'm a, Now I'm a weed. I think Sal got jealous because I was going to lick Wolfie's balls for the bet. And he's like, I want to get involved. How about Sal comes in a bowl? Richard has to dip his fingers in it and smear cum under his eyes like a football player. Like instead of, Ooh. oh yeah. <laughs> Will's like, hey, that's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb show, Wayne. I don't know what's going with this thousand dollars, but it's getting weird, you know. Well, I, I'm in to fund it, however you want to spend it. How about this? How about Sal? Sal, uh, like Richard has to use Sal's cum as shampoo. <laughs> well, I mean, will it still be wet by the time Richard decides to wash? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? If you want to do something, we'll do my hand. You want to just I'll do tell the you palm what. Of my I'll hand? tell you what. Forget that. How about this? You want a real bet? And Wolfie wants. Okay, Wolfie's willing to show you his dick if he loses. Yeah, but you can't drink for six months if you lose. 
No, that ain't happening. Oh, come on, I got to admit, too, I would cheat. I would just drink and not tell you guys. <laughs> no, nah, you're a man of honor. That's got to be a no alcohol for six months. <laughs> no, come on. What He's do you not mean? willing to do anything. Wolfie it's ridiculous. Said it has Richard, to hurt. Don't do it, not do anything. Don't you I've really done everything. You like looking at dicks. Show. You like, come on, you. Stupid. Richard, how about, how about the, the jersey that you wore on Monday? Because I know that's like a game-worn jersey. I... I get to soak that in piss, and you can piss in my helmet. Not not while I'm wearing it, but you can fill my helmet with your piss. Uh. <laughs> is that, I don't know, is that that good of a bet, Howard? I don't know. I, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't care what you guys, why don't you guys just go blow each other? <laughs> Let's get it over with. All right. Thank you, guys. So uh, there are, we doing some any, the, are we doing any of this, Howard? I don't we, know. I, 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 don't know what, I don't know. People are coming on each other. People are shitting on each other. I mean, it's getting crazy. I mean, I know you and Will have the, you're going to wipe each other's ass with the jersey. Right. Yep. You want to uh, just do that one? I'm fine with that. All right, well, how about try one last agree one? Agree to something. How about Wolfie's such a, a devout Eagles fan and you're such a devout Kansas City fan? How about you get to see Wolfie's penis if he loses and you can't drink at Ronnie's wedding? Oh my God. If you lose. I'm trying to come up with something that would really matter. At the wedding? Well, I don't the even know. I haven't wedding. got this. I haven't got to save the date. I don't know if we're invited. I want to. Oh. Make sure we're invited were first, which mm. I would I would imagine we are. But no um, drinking, no drinking wow. in Vegas. Oh, the whole weekend? No, not the whole weekend. Just at the actual ceremony. <laughs> Spoken Listen like a true alcoholic. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he. <laughs> uh, God. All right. Listen, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you want Sal to come in your hand if you lose. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a thousand dollars if I win. Oh, you want the thousand dollars from Wayne? Well, yeah. What's the what's my motivation to get my hand cummed on? <laughs> I told Richard, by the way, I bet real money. You don't want to bet any money. Five hundred bucks, oh. Eagles Chiefs. Okay, Ooh, you want to do it? Yeah, five hundred bucks. And then the the, oh, the jerseys shit. are off the table. No, jerseys that... still happening too. Oh, Wait, okay. straight up, will you lay in the one and a half? See, I don't know. I don't know how to do point spreads. I'm not a gambler. All right, so all right straight up. Just then. straight up. Okay. Five hundred right, bucks. So okay. You guys just bet five hundred dollars. You you are betting five hundred on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And Will is wow. That's a big bet. Go Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> Richard, five minutes you, ago, he would bet ten bucks. Now he's in for five hundred. Okay. <laughs> Richard, I don't. He's a weird guy. I'm feeling frisky. Sweat if you up. believe the Chiefs will win, then these bets shouldn't even matter. Like it should be. You should be okay with anything if you really yeah. believe they're going to win the game. I do believe they're going to win, but like JD, you heard JD complaining about the refs. Uh, you don't know oh what's going to happen with well, that's the, the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole separate. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen with that. Oh, look, it's Sir Michael Caine, the famous actor. Ah. What do you want to oh, say? I love a good sports bet. You know, back at the Globe Theatre, me and Laurence Olivier used to wager on cricket matches. The loser had to wank off the winner and lift the load off the boards. <laughs> I've got an idea for Mr. Wolf and Richard. Richard must mail a Ziploc baggie of his semen to Wolfie's mother. What do you think oh, about boy. that? <laughs> what kind of bet is that? I'm in. Yeah, right. I'm well, in as long as Wolfie's okay. Here's another idea. Wolfie must felch the semen out of Richard's hemorrhoid-ridden anus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, Mr. Kane. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> what a better. Oh, he's hardcore. Those ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. 
Well, uh, what can I say? What can I say? I'll bet you on the opening song, Howard. I think it's going to be Don't Stop the Music. You want diamonds? You can have that. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess, I guess I'll bet that. How much you want to go? Probably won't be Diamonds because Diamonds is like a huge hit and she's going to make people wait for it. Like, that's her big moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be middle song when you're trying to blow everything up. Right. I don't know what the fuck Rihanna's going to sing, honestly. Gives a shit what she sings. I mean, I'm I, with I, you on, I, the I do, on the umbrella, though. I do think she's opening it an umbrella. Yeah, I do, too. Robin says no, but I believe I believe she will open an umbrella. John, you want to bet Howard on she'll um, open it. I believe she'll twirl it. John, if I win, <laughs> you get to blow me. And if I, you win, I get to blow you. How's that? Let's just get we it all, And Wayne will give us $1,000 a piece. All right? Let's <laughs> just blow John, each other. And... <laughs> did John say who he thinks is going to win? No. I, I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles Thank are going to win. Thank you. Wrong. They're a better team. I mean, yes, the, the Chiefs might win, but the Eagles are a better team. Yeah. That doesn't the, the win the game. On paper, uh, doesn't win the game. What, hey, exactly. what what happened with Donovan McNabb at his first Super Bowl? Remember, Andy Reid was the coach and, and blew the time <laughs> management. That's the what other, happened. The other bet I do like, though, and Howard, I know you want to wrap this up. I do think the MVP is going to thank God before anything else. I get plus one fifty for uh, that, so I do like that. That's a safe bet. Mm, that's a good bet. What's will the, the MV- over, What's the the will line the on M- that? Well, will plus the MVP? Plus 150, will the MVP thank God? So the favorite money is on the MVP will thank God. Thank God first. 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 Yes. Hmm. You know, that's kind of kooky bet. You think he is going to thank God first? I do. I'll, 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 what do you want to bet on that? I say he won't. Okay. Uh, I think like, like he'll thank, like he'll thank his teammates and then thank God. But it depends. Is Jalen religious? I know Mahomes might thank God. He's done it before, but it, would Jalen Hurts thank him? Did, did Mahomes thank God off. first? They're he both did at the, I don't know about first, but he thanked God at the AFC Championship. Yeah, I think he said I'm something thinking, else and then he went to God. I'll go a hundred with you on that. You got it. You got I'd that. I bet that teammates and I have God. Yeah, I have, uh, well, I have not thanking God. He'll thank something else. All right. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that bet, Howard. Easy hundred. You you <laughs> think they're going to thank God? The guy? Thank God first. Yep. Absolutely. Now, you mean on the mic, not when he's walking off the field and he does that thing where he crosses himself. No, no. They'll present the MVP trophy and then uh-huh. he'll say, Maybe first, I want to thank our Lord Jesus. All right. I, I, Wolfie, I like, if you want to go another hundred, I'll do it with you. I'm in. hundred bucks. I think I'm I'm pretty good on that. You know, here's the problem. I don't watch enough football to know. Do these guys just right away thank God or do they? I told you, he, he thanked somebody else and then he thought and he was like, Oh, but I want to thank God. You know, sometimes they forget God and then they come back to him. All right. I'm, I'm going to stick to my bets then. Yeah. Okay. John. Okay. Wolfie, you run. There you go. Nice. No action from you, Robin. Nah, I don't care. I want to, I'll be interested because of these guys bets. And right. uh, that'll keep me interested in the game. John, I'll take you to get a win, Robin. Bet. What'd you What's say, Gary? I'll take 200 on the God bet. I don't think he's going to, whoever wins is going to thank God first. I'll take 200 if you're up for that, John. I'm in. Right. Look at wow. you guys. Big money. Of course, now we're going to stay up till 1045 to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asleep. You can lie to me and I'll just send you the money. <laughs>
Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Well, listen, this, I'm not sure. All I know is, uh, Sal's not coming on Richard's hand or is coming on Richard's hand. I, I forget that. I forget where we end. All right. Forget it. I mean, who knows? Wayne, I, I don't know what grand. to tell you. All right. Thank you, Wayne. And, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Else. Well, that's Wayne over at the uh, legend, uh, Porsche. Go birds. Go chiefs. E A G L E S Eagles. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Wolfie, sometimes I wish you'd get this excited about work. Uh, <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, there there you have some of the insanity Thanks, that uh, I was telling you about. I, I do want to also mention one other thing about the Super Bowl. And it does remind me. Oh, I didn't realize what time it was. I, w- I was going to talk about the Super Bowl once got us fined a lot of money. Yes. If you remember, I'm talking about censorship, the FCC and sort of the saga of our show. But uh, we've been on Sirius XM since 2006. And, you know, I love this company. 2006. I'm telling you, we got signed in 2005. We had to work a year. And then 2006, we came on the radio on, on satellite. And I love this company. Um. The FCC, that's the federal government, made it impossible to do our show the way we wanted to do it. You couldn't even talk about coming on another man's hand or back or <laughs> asshole. Even playing the piano with your penis. Oh, my God. The FCC has no oversight over the content of satellite radio because it's a subscription service that you pay for. And that's the beauty of it. Like HBO, you can swear, you can show nudity. Sirius XM freed us. And uh, I'm forever grateful. I love it here. The FCC is this organization that I thought was being rather prudish. You know, but, uh, you know, when they were founded, the FCC was founded in 1934 was to make sure broadcast airwaves didn't get too crowded or somebody fucked with their signal and upped it from 50,000 watts to something bigger and uh, it had nothing to do with censoring content. And then all hell broke loose. Back in 1973, a radio station called WBAI was a Pacifica station. Uh, they ran the, the bit George Carlin did on the radio. It was called the Seven Dirty Words Routine. They ran it at two in the afternoon. And when they ran it, a man heard it in the car with his 15-year-old son, and he complained to the FCC. This was the bit. I mean, everybody knows this bit. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not playing you anything new under the sun. There are a lot of words you can say whenever you want, you know. Topography! No one has ever gone to jail for screaming topography. But there are some words that you can go to jail for. You know what I mean? It's just like we've decided there'd be some words we won't say all the time. And I was just trying to find out which words they were. Well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. They call them bad. Filthy, foul, vile, vulgar, coarse, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, bawdy, naughty, saucy, raunchy, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off-color, suggestive, cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. There it is. They played that on the radio. And a guy named John Douglas complained. He was part of a conservative activist group called Morality and Media. And uh, 
You know, here at Sirius XM, those words are the words we use just to test the microphones in the morning. We don't even. <laughs> what is it? Shit, tit, pit, tits, pit. Fuck, tits. Cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker. Yeah. George Carlin was an amazing comedian. And anyway, when you think about the absurdity of it, you go, I don't want to hear those words. Meanwhile, what do they mean? I mean, who cares? Somebody hears those words, what's going to happen to them? It's absurd. You hear these words all the time. People are busy. They're just the... words. I mean, how are they different than other words? So they filed the lawsuit against the WBAI, went all the way to the Supreme Court, and then the court gave the FCC permission to find any broadcaster they want, uh, as long as they say it's indecent. Thank they say, you, Supreme Court. During the hours, kids might be listening from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And at first, indecency was basically defined as those seven dirty words. And then they started getting creative with their interpretation. And we got creative, too. We had to be really creative with what we said. Um, I'm going to play a match game segment we did in 1984. And notice, no swear words, but uh, this shit started to get them crazy. Fill in the blank. Eager blank. Eager blank. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I get it perfectly. I think all our celebrities are ready. Boy, Lee, are you all set? I'm ready. <laughs> all right. And how did you feel in it? Eager? Beaver. Eager beaver. All right, so we're looking for Beaver, and let's go to Boy Lee, who is, of course, the kid who gets me coffee. The only thing I can think of is Beaver. Beaver. All right, let's go over to uh, Ann Landers, who always has such good advice well, for everyone. First, I, I, I had Beaver, then I scratched my Beaver, then I wrote Beaver again. That's all I could have is Beaver. <laughs> Thank you, Ann. Brett, do you have Beaver? It was the first time for me, but I had it, yeah. All right. How was it? Never mind. <laughs> There you go. Beaver. <laughs> now on this show, we forbid anyone from saying beaver. You have to say cunt. Uh, <laughs> it's part of the rules. Anyway, then uh, some conservative family groups had it out for us. And if you remember, after a whole bunch of pressure from these groups in Congress, the FCC held another hearing to change the rules in 1987. They cited our show as the reason for the new guidelines. They started to ban anything they deemed offensive by community standards. And no one what even knew what that meant. What are they exactly. talking about? Exactly. And then we, we held a big rally. We did a live broadcast to say we resent the, 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 the government interfering in broadcasts. Over 2,500 people showed up. Robin, Fred, and I wore striped prison outfits. We invited... Grandpa Al Lewis from the Munsters, one of our favorites, to give a memorable speech. And, of course, he completely screwed us up when he started using real obscenities during the broadcast. Power, 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 power. Hold it, Grandpa. Grandpa Al. Grandpa. Come on. Come on. Grandpa. The FCC sat on you. Now you're going to sit on me? Yeah. Come on, man. All right, so mic. you got 60 seconds, Grandpa. Say something to the crowd. Say something to the crowd. And say it with a clean kind with of way. clean, like yeah. the way you do. Yeah. First of all, I am so happy that we are all here together. I mean, that is beautiful. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. And we all know why we're here. We're here 
because we all have a purpose in being here. And that purpose is to say, fuck the FCC! Fuck, 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 fuck. All right, Grandpa, get out of here. Oh, oh, God. So after that fiasco, the Freedom Rally, <laughs> we received our first FCC fine, 1988. A New Jersey woman named Ann Stommel called our station, K-Rock, to complain about what we had planned for our Christmas show. So I wanted to see what her problem was, so we got her on the phone, and uh, here you Hello. go. Hi, is this Ann? Yes, it is. Ann, you're on the air. It's Howard Stern and Robin, and welcome to our radio show. Please don't say anything obscene or dirty. Oh, my goodness, I wouldn't at all. Oh, no, I see. Now, let me tell you who you are going to invite to the Christmas party. When that did you start? Lesbian, as a topless bartender. Well, we'll have a totally naked bartender. We'll have a gay choir, a penthouse pet to strip down. Yes. Go-go dancers. That's that right. Guy lit his penis on fire. No, he's guy who takes out his penis and hangs bells on it. <laughs> he's not coming, that guy. Well, well, now, not? I, I did not think that that was the approach for Christmas. Yeah, oh. she did not like our plans. I I remember she I had a guy. She knew them all. It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she 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 got me so angry. I was forced to ban her from the show. I actually <laughs> banned her from listening. Listen to this. We've talked enough. I think I'll hang up and hear the rest of your show. Goodbye. We certainly stimulated. Let me tell you something, lady. You're not allowed to listen to the rest of the show. No, I want to hear what you're. What if you listen to. to the rest of the show, I'm going to put a voodoo hex on you. All right. You, oh, you do that. You are banned from listening to me. I'll lift your menopause and you'll have periods well, again. Oh, go on. I won't take estrogen. You will get pregnant. Yeah, same to you. And, oh, I, don't, I guess you can't get pregnant, so you may be a gay. I don't know about that. Oh, you are using up a portion of our electromagnetic spectrum, which is limited. <laughs> yeah, it's real limited. We've only got 97 stations playing top 40 music. But you only have one Howard Stern. That's right, honey. And, and let's you're face trying it. to get rid of him. Uh, she was trying to get rid of me. Anyway, the FCC doesn't actually monitor the content. They only sit and wait for someone to complain. Yes, and, others have to monitor. And later in the week, and uh, wrote a letter to the FCC and reported us, and we were fined $6,000. That was the first fine we received, and that was because a guy played a keyboard with his penis. Here is that incredible historical event. This is Mike on or what? Yes, it's on. All Here right. he goes, Robin. He's ready. All right, I don't even know. Wait. That's it. That's not Here he goes. Uh-oh, what right. is private party? <laughs> <laughs> is he doing it? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's going wild. <laughs> We're going to hell. All right, very good. Can you imagine us, the gut? The United States government find us for that, for that, for playing the piano, and, and, and they a don't woman know was offended because right. of that. By the way, that very piano now is 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 uh, exhibited in the Radio Hall of Fame. If you ever visit, <laughs> you'll see it there. We donated it. Uh, they're very proud of it. There you go. And then over the next decade, we were fined over $2 million for that kind of nonsense, just for trying to entertain people. 
And then, of course, in 2004, the Super Bowl happened, and somehow Janet Jackson's nipple blew everyone away. Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were performing. Janet had her wardrobe malfunction. Her right breast was exposed. I remember watching it. I didn't even notice. But it was for nine-sixteenths of a second they clocked it. And everyone from the FCC to the news media lost their mind. Justin Timberlake tore away part of Janet Jackson's costume, exposing her right breast. 89 million viewers watched as Timberlake grabbed Jackson's outfit. What he called a wardrobe malfunction. That Super Bowl strip show. Her Super Bowl flash dance is causing a ripple effect throughout Hollywood. Head of the Federal Communications Commission calls it a deplorable stunt. Not only is it sort of a crass and sophomoric demonstration, it may be an illegal one. It's, it's a junk fine. It's a man ripping, ripping off, the top off a woman. Except that if she was in on it, she could get some worse. Uh, criticism yeah. and because of what's going on with men exposing no, themselves. I thought it had a nipple ring. Oh my god! Oh my! Yeah, and you, and you know this clip. You knew that that clip is from the woman. That's Heather Wilson, a Republican representative from New Mexico. She was scolding our boss Mel Mel Carmazin, who was the head of uh, Viacom at that point, and she went berserk, and you know somehow it all came down on us, right? Yeah. They the FCC, yeah. Yeah. The FCC plays an important role in protecting Americans and our children from indecent programming. But the government alone is not the answer. While some argue that television and radio reflect social values, you also influence social values. Viacom's support of shock jocks and allowing tasteless Super Bowl programming is a nationwide entertainment industry scandal. Uh-oh. You knew. You knew. What you were doing. Wow. You knew. What a party. Hey, vey. So that There's happened. another time because she had her television on. We got up uh, into trouble. Well, anyway, I'd had enough. And later that year, we officially decided to move to Sirius XM. And it's been a pleasure not having the government involved in entertainment. Uh, this gave us the freedom to decide what we actually wanted to say and do. And I, I think I dread to think about the fact that we never could have celebrated October under that kind of scrutiny. No, never uh, did it. it. It was an invention that happened because we moved to Sirius. And quite frankly, I don't think we would have had the Bruce Springsteen interview. I don't think we would, none of this would have been possible without Sirius XM and their freedom. So uh, in a way, I guess... Um, Maybe it's good Janet Jackson's nipple got exposed because it led to us being here, and I'm happy about that. You never know how things are going to turn out. It looked bad at the beginning. Sure did. Ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Witz, the CEO (laughs) of Sirius XM, I want to say... How grateful I am, uh, Jennifer, for being here at SiriusXM. Uh, we were under terrible scrutiny by the FCC, and I celebrate SiriusXM and, uh, uh, the, the, since the Super Bowl is coming up. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Listen to me, Stern. You should be thankful. God damn it. Without SiriusXM Pandora Stitcher, you'd be pumping gas on Long Island. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you, well, I mean, you don't have to be mean about it, but you're absolutely all right. We were in bed. Let's shape. face it, Stern. You were one nipple away from total annihilation. I mean, who else is going to turn a blind eye when you when you and your dim-witted staff want to jizz on a baseball cap? 
<laughs> well, uh, you're making. The, I was celebrating the fact that we came to Sirius XM, but you're making me feel a little uh, silly. But uh, I do thank uh, the company for. Uh, uh, providing oh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm well aware Richard and Sal want to lick each other's assholes like dogs. Have a party. You want to see <laughs> how many batteries fit in Sal's disgusting foreskin? I'm not going to stop you. You think you could have done Cocktober on the radio in the 90s? Tipper Gore would have burned your house down. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, uh, I'm very grateful, and I know you have my back. I really oh, do. Oh, I sure do, Stern. I got your back, too, Quivers. I don't know why people listen to your show, but I'll be goddamned if I'm not going to keep this cash cow mooing. I mean, how grateful <laughs> you to finally have a boss who's not gonna you know who's not some power hungry psycho which one of you dead motherfuckers touched my executive fresca oh how you down <laughs> what 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 i w- i would like to um i would like to show yeah, you my, what you like to I, what? I, 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 you you talk so fast and you yell, you make me nervous, but I want to show my ahead, appreciation, ahead, Jennifer. Uh-huh, okay, I, all right, all right. Well, don't worry, I made a list. You owe me, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, she has things she wants. Oh, boy. Well, go ahead oh, and name I it. sure do. Listen to me, I put your picture in my office, and now you're getting mine tattooed on your back. <laughs> oh, kiss the ring, Stern. Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher Applebee's is your home, and I am your god. Well, in a way, you are, and I want to thank you for appearing oh. on our show today. I know you're busy. You're the CEO of uh, Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher Applebee's. And Absolutely. I, uh, I, listen to yeah. me. Listen to me. Good luck, uh, luck on that Super Bowl bet. What was it? Everyone fucks everyone. I can't keep up with you, fucking uh, losers. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I want to give it a shot. It must feel fantastic to not have to censor yourself. You know what FCC stands for, Stern? What is that? Fucking cock-sucking cunts. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. All right. We appreciate you. Oh, All right. There she, that's my boss. There she goes. <laughs> She's going to hurt herself one day laughing like that. <laughs> There you go. All right. Well, listen, uh, there's a lot more to talk about. I had a lot of um, uh, the fans wrote in. I, don't ask what was going on here. But, uh, okay, listen, maybe I'll do my uh, couple of announcements and we'll call it a day. Uh, I do want to remind you there's an excellent program coming up called Small Talk with Colin Quinn. Everyone loves Colin Quinn. He's considered top comedian. Uh, that show debuts tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ooh. Howard 101 and the Sirius. Then I know where app. I'll be. Yes. Of course, I know where you'll be too. And Colin <laughs> is sitting down with, although every time I call you, I can't find you. Colin <laughs> is sitting down with JD. Listen to this show. Colin Quinn is sitting down with JD, Benji, and Medicated Pete to teach them the art of conversation. And it's now, very interesting. Teach them the art of conversation. That is his oh, goal goodness. to teach them. What an impossible words, task. Uh, you know, Colin is such an articulate guy. You know, he's a stand-up comic. He's, he prides himself on communicating. And he feels he could take our guys and whip them into shape. So they, you're okay. going to see a master at, at work. I know. Good listen, I'm a, broke, I'm a broken man from trying to get J.D. <laughs> and Benji and Medicated Pete to talk uh, coherently. So uh, I, he's a better man than me for trying. Also, I must remind you, if you're a fan of Maniskin or Maniskin, I became a fan of them when they were on that Italian show where it was like an America's Got Talent type contest. And they kind of broke out. They entered the contest and they did a uh, a great cover version of a Four Seasons song. 
uh, I, I liked. Begging. Uh, what is it? Yeah, begging. Begging. Begging you. Yeah. Put your arms around me, baby. <laughs> that song. Anyway, our Maniskin uh, Grammys concert special will um, re-air at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on Howard 101. And we also have two exclusive Maniskin videos on the SiriusXM app, including one feature special guest with Tom Morello. It's Tom Morello, who I love. I don't like this guy. I love this guy. I think he's a masterful guitar player. He's performed with some of the best bands and put out some of the best music. So some reason, Tom Morello and Maniskin are together. Go on the app and watch the video. I think you'll love it. I think you'll love it. Go ahead, Gary. You want to say something? It's just I was there when they were performing, and it was unbelievable. They have such chemistry with Tom. Tom makes, like, sounds that come out of that guitar that are unbelievable. But they had so much fun, and I loved uh, the girl is really cute, and when she straps on the guitar, she gets cuter. And uh, uh, yeah. they have just crazy energy. I was I was at some Grammys parties, and I was talking to Lars, and Lars is a big uh, Monoskin fan. He said is to he? me the thing he, like, the thing he likes about them the most is that they can really play. They're the real thing. Right. No, I, I enjoy that band, and, I'm, and I, so thank you for that. And uh, check them out on the app or at uh, nine PM Eastern. They do a nice look. They do this song "Gossip." I really like. Let's this go. is Tom Morello. Tom Morello is. He's a little, let me see if I can find the part where he plays. comes in with this uh there he goes listen gets these sounds out of his guitar anyway you'll check it out you'll enjoy it Take it from your pal. They did a great job. So we have that going on. Colin Quinn on Small Talk with uh, J.D. Benji and Medicated Pete. And for you music fans out there, Moniskin and a little guest appearance from Tom Morello. And uh, is that all I had to tell you? Um, is yeah. that your last announcement? That Yeah, that, those were my announcements. I got them off my chest. The Howard Stern Show is a home for everyone. Bring it on home, honey. From rock stars. The famous Eddie Vedder. Look at you. To roadkill. Yeah, we eat roadkill. If we run over it, know it's fray. A-listers. Jimmy Kimmel. My son Kevin. Made a number two in the shape of the number two. To gay fisters. Listen, it ain't the size of the fist. It's the motion of the wrist. Superstars. Legendary Neil Young. My God. Two slow adults. Hey, where's Beetlejuice? He's out there. I bring him in. I'm on a poker bitch tonight. The Howard Stern Show. Yeah, we got it all. Hey, now. Got a 